And Adam, you know how sensitive I am. You, you know, are extremely sensitive. I'm very sensitive. Young You're man. out there posting emails from your potential jobs mm -hmm. before people can even judge you. Exactly. But before you know, they can judge you, or did they judge you and then send you an email? Do you like, hey, dude, do you know how we liked you? When we return. When but, we return. Uh, but you know, you know, you know how sensitive I am. Like very. I'm so sensitive. Like I even cry after sex every time. Oh. God, I hate prison. <laughs> did you go to prison? I thought I was in prison. <laughs> it's, a, it's a revolving door of, of skinny members going to prison. I know. Did you go for the same reasons as I did? Those undisclosed reasons? Yes. Undisclosed. You live really close to an elementary school as well. Right across the street. In right. Fact. Closer than I do. Now I, I know. Yeah, pretty much. That's now weird. I have to move. Now you have to move. Yeah. I'm so sad because you've been in that house for like seven years. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. And you've had like four years with an air conditioning, I think. Pretty Something much. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're halfway towards middle class. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> One day, hopefully, when I get this new job, it'll happen. I'll, I'll afford this air conditioner. But anyway, November. welcome, everyone, to the skinny with Mike and Adam. Huge changes coming in November are afoot for both of us. I'm still crossing my fingers up for me, but it's not a 100% set in stone thing. But everyone that I seem to have conversed with about it yes. seems to. All signs point to yes. Yes. So I am going to remain optimistic in that point. I think everybody front. listening to this is a friend with you on Facebook and read the letter that they sent you. Not everyone. It's a dear sir or madam. Yes. Um, we have we, more listeners on this show than I have friends on Facebook. But So <laughs> I'm going to say nay on that, but thank you okay. for the sentiment. So the, the it started with dear sir or madam. <laughs> We've figured out that you've been doing a podcast for the last six yeah, years. that's the one. And so our fiscal year doesn't start until November first. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna... which gives us plenty of time to review all of your episodes <laughs> and find and out if you're the, if you're a right fit to represent our company. You might sir be, or madam. But thank you for your interest, Mark. Yep, we'll get back to you <laughs> ASAP. There is cake in the conference room <laughs> if you want some. Welcome everybody. It's you been a, it's been a little bit. First off. Happy birthday, Adam. It's been several weeks since my birthday. It's been a couple weeks since your birthday. This was the first year that like October 9th rolled around, and my wife was like, do you want to do anything for your birthday tomorrow? And I was like, oh, crap, it's my birthday Wait tomorrow. Wait a minute. My birthday's not until... Oh. Yeah. It was one of those weird years where like, you know, when your baby goes into the hospital on October 3rd mm -hmm. to get her lips sewn up and then doesn't decide to eat food until October 6th. Mm. <laughs> and so you're stuck in a hospital trying to feed a baby who's on an IV, who won't eat, and has a bad lip. And then... And well, then, not anymore. She has a good lip. She has a good lip now. But at the time, it was still healing. Yeah. you know. And you're like, well, they don't want the baby to leave the hospital until she eats. And then you're like, can you eat already? Because we're <laughs> sick of being in this hospital. And the baby's like, wah, 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 wah. Have you ever tried hospital food? <laughs> I did. Ugh. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, well, you guys finally, had that Kaiser food. Finally, October 6th, about 6 in the evening, I just held my baby firmly and shoved the goddamn bottle in her mouth. And she screamed and screamed and screamed. <laughs> and all of a sudden... Stitches got, be damned. All of a sudden, she got really quiet. Oh. Really quiet. Oh, no. But it's okay. She was breathing. Her heart stopped for like a <laughs> microsecond. But then it, but it started beating again. And somehow she just started drinking. Yay. And Good job, Daddy. I can't believe I did it. And I just like, 
fed her a full bottle, and then I laid her down, and I walked out to the nurse's station to tell all the very attractive nurses, <laughs> We did it! <laughs> I just got four ounces in my baby. And, it, you know, when you see a bunch of pediatric nurses that are all in their early 30s. and What, do you want a fucking medal? <laughs> <laughs> they were very, very happy for oh, me. Oh, good. They were like, go, Dad. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go do it again in two hours. <laughs> and I got two more ounces in her. And then yes. I did it again at 2.45 in the morning. Yes. And I did it again at 7 in the morning. And, and you then, still haven't slept since that day. And then the Packers lost, and I watched that while I fed my baby yes. at 11 in the morning. It was a good day. And then at 1 o'clock, they said, your baby can finally leave. And we were like, yay. And then we're like, all right, it's like 4 in the afternoon. Let's try to feed the baby again. And does the baby want to eat? No. No, of course. <laughs> we brought her, her home, and the baby's not eating. And, and the baby and, was like, oh, my daddy wants something. Let's let him wait a little bit. Yeah. He's back in that chair that I fucking hate being fed in. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. Wah, 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 wah. Blah, blah. Wah, 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 wah. So that was two days of kind of reverting back to it. Mm-hmm. And then finally by October 9th, when the baby started eating. She decided normally. it was her, in her own best interest yeah. to start eating again. And then my wife was like, what do you want to do for your birthday tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, what? What's my birthday? <laughs> my birthday's not till October. <laughs> So, you know, I spent all day trying to figure that out and went did some drive through for dinner. Nice. And then went to bed. Well, today you can have some cake. I bought you a cake. cake. And Mike bought me my little pony stuff. I did. It's a weird a weird thing going on with the way we give each other gifts for birthdays. Well, I mean This is the second three years ago you got me a my little pony gift. I did. Yeah. A brony shirt with yeah. rainbow dash on it. Which, which I still wear. It's a it's an it's an awesome shirt. My actually. daughter loves that shirt. Yeah. Like Mike has a rainbow dash shirt. <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter loves that shirt too. I don't think any of them know about the subculture of grown men they don't. who want to fuck those ponies. They don't. And really that subculture should not exist. Nah. No matter how accepting I want to be in to to minority classes. I'm a pretty accepting guy. But when it comes to grown men who live in their parents' basement yes. who want to fuck those ponies. Yeah. I think that's kind of where my patience <laughs> draws the line. I don't know what it is. Because now that my daughter has discovered YouTube, mm-hmm. she finds all these random videos of people drawing these ponies. Oh. So I'm like watching the way that these ponies are like created. Yeah. And kind of the the way that they do the eyes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Very, very Fuck seductive. Eyes. Yeah. The like way that, Nala from The Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me eyes. <laughs> and the way that they make all of their hairstyles being kind of like hip attractive girl hairstyles yeah. of, of the now the, the skrillex the skrillex <laughs> <laughs> and the way that they draw their like their breasts their butts oh the butts it, they really lift their butts to mm. make them look like the way yeah. they shouldn't be looking so the whole porn star ass in the air yeah. face in the ground kind of so thing. if you're like a 12 year old boy just coming into coming mm. into that and you're like and you watch that it's basically like you and me with 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 disney characters of of the well, 90s. My sexual awakening was from Lola Bunny. Oh, that's from, right. From uh, Space Jam. I thought it was Nala, but... It was not. It was around that same time, though. <laughs> Those movies were released in, in the same year, I believe. Right around there. So. Yeah. I mean, Lola Bunny was one thing. Lola Bunny... Whew, she was asking for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look at what she was wearing. I know. <laughs> there was no ounce of her that was not saying, I want to not be I want that, an object. I want that Bugs Bunny carrot in my Lola Bunny. Because, like, at least Belle and Ariel, they weren't asking for it. No. They just were natural. Especially Belle. Especially Belle. Yeah. Very intellectual woman. Yes. She likes to read... Like, I want to fuck her personality. <laughs> she likes to read books about an ogre. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a beanstalk. <laughs> She's really smart, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I couldn't believe it. my wife pointed that out to me. Like, she's reading scholarly books. She's reading books about an ogre and a beanstalk fairy tales. <laughs> but she's just, reading at a second grade level, you guys. I'm just like trying to figure out. Like, I guess that's what brought both the girls and the boys into this thing. Is that like the characters have these very allegedly attractive looks about them. Mm. And so the girls want to be them and the boys want to fuck the shit out of them. I wasn't going to say that, but I said there it for you. you. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. You wanted to say it, but I, I said it for you. I have a reputation. To <laughs> I just can't say things like that. Oh, I forgot. I'm trying to get this new job. I shouldn't say things like grown men wanting to fuck cartoon ponies. So, so my, anyway, my favorite I got, character, I got Adam one. <laughs> As I watched this and watched this and watched this with my daughter, um, I found out that Pinkie Pie has a sister. And it's not like a typical Pinkie Pie personality sister. Mm -hmm. Pinkie Pie is the party planner. Yes. And the super ADHD, always hopped up on sugar, mm -hmm. boingy, boingy, boingy one. Mm -hmm. But she has a sister. She, she also like breaks the fourth wall every now and then, right? I don't know. Okay. She might. That's the only thing I know about Pinkie Pie. Is I don't that know about the first and second or third wall. So many walls. Does she break those two? So many walls. I mean, you got you to gotta break those three to break the fourth. Damn. So she has a sister named Maud, mm. and Maud wears a long flannel sweater. <laughs> it's a long sweater. <laughs> and she's gray, and her cutie mark <laughs> is a rock. <laughs> and she talks very monotone. Yeah. And she does poetry, and <laughs> she has purple hair, and it's like all, you know, bangs over her eyes. It's just, it's the emo. Yeah. Like the emo pony. She was basically me. She was in Mike. In the early aughts. She's Mike pie mike pie <laughs> so i've decided that that's my favorite character mm -hmm. because she speaks to me on so many levels mine is derpy hooves and derpy is derpy hooves I, I, yeah derpy is I mean, we shouldn't make fun of like Special mentally un unstable but like derpy hooves is, is an exception he's mentally challenged yeah he's not unstable oh derpy hooves is a boy of course he is i had no idea i thought she was a girl they're all boys even Pinkie Pie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember anymore. Okay. But yeah, then Maud has a boyfriend named Stick in the Mud, and he's a total D-bag. Like, <laughs> like, it's nice to meet you, uh, Stick in the Mud. He's like, you already said that. <laughs> Such an asshole. Oh, I and love Of course, it. him and Maud get along great. Because Maud has low self-esteem, so she likes guys who are jerks. She has very high self-esteem. Oh, does she? And he also has very high self-esteem. Oh, okay. And like an click. inflated ego? They click. Mm, to stick in the mud, drive a giant truck. So I'm going to keep my Mod Pie figurine that Mike just bought me, mm -hmm. which it apparently is very difficult to find on the internet. It's not very easy to find, and I found it. So I'm going to take it to work because it symbolizes most of the people I work with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so next time you're feeling sad, just hold on to this Mod Pie. <laughs> just Tell remember, Mod Pie your problems. Just remember her poems. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's does that catch you up on my life? My daughter I think her so. lip is together. Yeah, she has two nostrils now. She they made her a little nose. Yeah. It was so sad because she was, you know, so used to having her mouth just always open because she had a hole. And so when they closed it up, she didn't realize that she should just like open her mouth to breathe. Mm -hmm. So she was basically like inhaling through her one good nostril yeah. and like exhaling through her mouth but just going and like closing her mouth super Aww, fast. That's so, so like, cute. <laughs> that's so cute. She's so, learning how to breathe. <laughs> and then she realized, oh, I should leave my mouth open to breathe. And now she drools everywhere. Hi, guys. You want some milk on your shoulder? <laughs> I should have wore a white shirt today. You really should wear Hanes undershirts yeah. at all times like I do. Exactly. 
You should. You should. Once you become a father, you never wear nice clothing anymore. Nope. Nope. So I've been doing that, and then I went back to work, and I'm going to be changing jobs. Going to that shining yeah. city on the hill Ooh, that is Riverside. Over the hill at Riverside, past Colton. Past Colton. <laughs> no longer in the county of mm-hmm. San Bernardino. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. I'm, I know. I'm really, really close to like trying to get this other. I, I thought I was a lot closer, but apparently... Uh, my job has to wait until the until their fiscal year ends, which for them it's uh, October thirty first. I know for them to make like I mean it, it sounds to, from the sounds of it they've already made the decision they want right. me to come aboard. They put at the end of that email we are very interested in you. Yes, and that's not the <laughs> so, that, and that's not the first time that they've told me that too. They told me that in uh, person. They told me that in prior emails. Told you it's that just text it's, at two in the morning. Yeah, they're like We're very interested in you. Please come to work. I'm very interested in you. So interested. Don't <laughs> tell your fiance. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's just when they sent me that email that, you know, when they said like, oh, we need to wait until October 31st, which is the end of our fiscal year to make a, and then they use the word like your job is on hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use that we cannot bring you on at this time. So I was like, oh no, but what I'm did so, I do? I'm confused as to how you could take that negatively. Because they said your job is on hold. Right. And we cannot Not, bring you on board at this time. Right. Because we have to look at our budgets. Okay. Well, I feel better about it now. But (laughs) when I got the email, I was a freaking wreck. You were in tears. I was almost in tears because I had that I had that second interview, which again I felt really good about because it was like basically an orientation. Right. They asked me when I could start. Right. And (laughs) they were like, "Show up on October." Fourth. Well, I, well, well, I was, well. I'd like to give a two-week notice to my job so well, I can yeah. train somebody because I have a lot of job duties. That if I were to just leave tomorrow, <laughs> that whole freaking warehouse would be shut down <laughs> like within a day. We really miss you so much. Mike. Yes, we'll pay you triple. <laughs> That's right, three whole dollars. <laughs> three whole dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, but you know, after a two-week notice, I would like to come on board with my new job. So really crossing my fingers. Like I'm leaning towards that I got it, but. It's still not a hundred percent. Do you think you'll Do you think you'll email them at the beginning of November? Be like, hey guys, uh, remember this? Remember this email you sent me? I said you cared about me, (laughs) and that we would always be together forever. Remember that we? You said that we had a connection. We had a connection. All those dates weren't meaningless. (laughs) Uh, But no, I I I I think um, October fifth. I mean, I'm sorry, November fifth. I'm going to send them a nice email and let them know and ask them. So when can I start? I'm not going to say it that bluntly, but. Like, come on, bitches. When do I start? <laughs> I'm right outside your door. Open the door. <laughs> I brought my stuff. And that's the day that I start. That's the day you start your new area. job. Yeah. And we'll see how that goes. I'm excited. They're making me go to orientation. Which is cool. Which two, is, two free days of doing nothing. I guess to like to do the same job I've been doing for eight and a half years. Which I feel like it's strange because you're working for the same company. Doing but it's the exact a, same job. It's a new region. Because when you okay. cross over into the promised land... Then you're not in the San oh, Bernardino. Right. You're in San Bernardino County, and now you're moving to Riverside County. Well, just there, for my employer, there's right. regions, and San Bernardino so maybe region different, is different than Riverside region. Different counties have like different sexual harassment laws. Like in San Bernardino County, you can sexually harass anybody you want. Everyone imagine. you want, as far as I know. I mean, are you ready to give that up? I I I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a man and give up your sexual harassment privileges. They, they, I, they, they told me that when I became a man, <laughs> and they're going to tell me that again, and that's okay. Yeah. I, I'll survive. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a that's this week's this month's edition of Mike and Adam catch up with our with our friends. And How's our your listeners. car doing, Mike? We'll get to that, Adam. <laughs> we'll get to that. But 
I have some news regarding that as well. Oh, okay. okay. So I haven't completely caught up, but today we have uh, one very special announcement for a friend of the show, which we'll talk about briefly. Yay. Uh, we're going to catch people up on our bets, and I was going, I was going over our bets this past week, hmm. and I was kind of prematurely filling them in based on what we could, I think we can kind of guess guess going forward Rick's which not going to do five more episodes exactly <laughs> yeah Jim Carrey's not going to kill himself you don't know that <laughs> we don't know that but we can kind of he's doing it hasn't happened lot, so far he's doing a lot of weird artwork he's doing weird artwork he's on a weird show on Netflix <laughs> um, I know about that but anyway yeah uh, but we'll, we'll go over our bets and we're gonna I think we, I think it's safe to call it at, at this point but uh, we'll get there well, and at we this point, the outing of powerful men in Hollywood has mm-hmm. really simmered down. For now. where it was in January For when now. I came up yeah. with that bet. Or exactly. December. It's kind of uh, weird the way it's simmered down. But, but, but again, right? we'll, we'll talk okay. about it when we get to the Jim Carrey thing. But, okay. uh, uh, but also, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna review uh, the untitled, uh, untitled LP by Me Without You, one of a very highly anticipated album. This is following up the untitled EP, which right. was... Very kindly shadow dropped by the band a couple months ago. June or July. Something like that. That was very kind of them, and very kind of them to give us this record as well. Yes. Spoiler alert, we really like it. <laughs> Do you really like it? Um, I think it's all right. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, I, I take that I, back. I'm, I'm not on the same boat as Daniel. Oh, okay. Th- then I take that back. Um, <laughs> One of us really likes it. I was trolling your guys' emails. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to kind of go into a lesser detail of all the other albums that we've been listening to as well. There's a uh, lot of them. So There's a lot of them. Buckle so in. There's going to be a, a lot of crying for my daughter in the background in a little bit. Probably, but you know, they, always they, they, they've got some entertainment. Your in-laws are here. That could happen. Yes. But the baby does what the baby wants. <laughs> So anyway, now Mike and Adam are going to do what Mike and Adam wants, just like friend of the show, Corey Wells. He signs to whatever fucking label he wants to sign to. It's about time because there's been a lot of posts in the past where he was like, wish me luck on finding the label. And then, (laughs) oh, it didn't work out so well. But that was two years ago. That was, was, man. Different time. But now, he, after much vague booking about videos being made and new music being made, he, he finally made the announcement this past week. If you go, over, if you follow him on all social media at Corey Wells Music, he signed to Pure Noise Records. That's pretty freaking awesome. That's pretty cool. I don't man. know why he wasn't on Pure Noise Records after he won the Battle of the Bands to sure that open helps. Taste of Chaos 2016, mm-hmm. where he met one Mike and Adam of the Skinny with Mike and Adam. That's right. And we interviewed him in his first ever interview. That was us, baby. Go back to July of 2016 to find mm-hmm. that interview. If Mike you're was in a weird place in his life, but it's okay. Adam was busy wearing dad socks. Yes. <laughs> According to very good friend of the show, Joe. <laughs> yes. And I've never worn white socks again <laughs> since that day. You're wearing black socks at the moment. Short black socks for life. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for proving me right. I know. Well, it's, 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 isn't it weird? Like the things that he passive aggressively says, like just stick with you forever. But that was the That's weird, why I'm working but, out my calves right now. <laughs> and the weird thing is that I was in the background of an interview of Adam Lazara yeah. by somebody else's media outlet. Yeah. <laughs> There's Adam in the background interviewing Corey Wells yeah. wearing white dad socks. <laughs> And Joseph pinpointed on that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible interview. Go to uh, Punk Rock Videos on YouTube to watch that video. Uh, anyway, anyway Cor- uh, Corey Wells will be joining other such esteemed uh, uh, label mates like like Boston Maynor. You Whoop. still can't say their name right? Boston Maynor. <laughs> 
we'll be talking about them a little it's bit man later. Man or Man or Boston. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll also be joining Hawthorne Heights. We've heard of them. Like Pacific. Friend of the Reggie show. Reggie in the full effect. Senses fail. Uh, uh, state champs. My fate. My personal favorite of band. Course. The story so far. Terror and various other music <laughs> musical acts. My favorite band. Story so far. That's your favorite band. Oh, album of the year. So what is Corey Wells' music like, Mike, for those who haven't checked it out yet? Corey Wells is... A sad, sad man. Sad boy music he's, for he, sad boys. He's a happy man in real life. He's a happy, jolly guy, but but somebody hurt him. Somebody hurt him, and we met her, <laughs> and we're, we don't like her now either. Do we? That's I, his current girlfriend, right? No, that's the one that broke his heart, man. What? It inspired him to walk, to, to write Walk Away. Wow. I know. The one that he told his terrible <laughs> miscarriage story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was so pretty. She was. She ripped his heart out and smashed it on the Gah. ground. And now. Thanks for all the good music, lady. Gah. I hope he's dating the girl in the video that he just released because she was pretty. I didn't see the video. I just saw it started playing when I scrolled through Facebook. I just read the thing. And I said, that girl's pretty. I, I, got, if he's the dating gist. Her. I got the gist of it. But it's acoustic guitar. Yeah, acoustic no, rock. N- nobody uh, else. No, no other instruments, really. Well, I mean, when he plays live, he has like a live band. Not a taste of chaos. Sometimes, well, not a taste of chaos. It was just, it was just a sad boy with a sad guitar. That's right. Uh, but when he plays live, uh, which his newer music has incorporated other instruments as well. That's right. Um, so sometimes he plays with the uh, with the with the members of movements. Yes, uh, he was originally in movements. As he was originally mentioned. in movements, who have gone on to be uh, signed on by another indie label. Now they're doing like. Cross-country tours. They've so. gone on to be on the shirt of the girl making my sandwich a couple of weeks ago. Is that right? At the hipster sandwich shop in San Bernardino that I attend. Oh. I was like, hey, that girl's wearing a movements shirt. Hmm. And then I remembered Patrick Miranda is 22 years old. I'm not going to tell her that I know who her <laughs> who her band is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, old man River just wanted his turkey sandwich. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, but like, good good on him, man. He's, 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 a, he's a man of many talents. Uh, his songwriting is, you know, resonant with a lot of sad boys and people and sad boys at heart. So uh, go check out Corey Wells' music if you get a chance. He's 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 on the cusp of great things coming to a radio near you. Yeah, he was on K Rock's like, independent for a long time. something or yeah. other artists. So K Rock is our local rock station that oh Mike here in I, California. Yeah. Mike and I haven't listened to for like ten years now. Correct. Yes. <laughs> still, he got played on there. Yeah, That's pretty awesome. Good on him, man. And when I told him that one of his songs was my number twelve song of 2016, he replied back, "I haven't played that song in years. If you come to a show, I'll play it for you." <laughs> and You're still, humble for liking it. I still haven't been to one of his shows since, and I feel terrible. Oh, speaking of shows, I I, I I saw and met the members of the Horizon Line this past Friday. <gasps> no way. Yeah, way. Like yesterday, Friday? No. Um. Two, two Fridays what, ago, as of this, as of this episode, two Fridays ago. Yeah. Whoa, that was awesome. Where was that at? Uh, next to the Glass House. Whoa, you posted nothing on Facebook about this. I know. Next to the Glass House, what does that mean? The you pizza know, shop. The pizza shop. They have a stage. <laughs> they have like a venue right next door. <laughs> Kurt Travis plays there. Well, shit. Yeah. Did they have? Some, did you have some pizza with them? I didn't. Did you go to the bathroom and have them awkwardly hold, hold the door for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't that famous yet. Okay. But, that uh, was at the Starbucks down yeah. the street. <laughs> so speaking of shout outs, go check out the Horizon Line. One of their albums, uh, uh, their, I mean, their only album, Survivors, <laughs> is one of my favorite albums this year. I We're probably did. be talking, I'll talk, probably be talking about them in the coming weeks. I listened to it. You did. 
And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> so again, congratulations to Corey Wells and all of your uh, and all of your upcoming success, buddy. Yes, you're probably not listening to this, but we are very proud of you. We'll reach out to you and maybe interview you again. Like he doesn't want to talk to Small Fry. Just fucking do it. He doesn't want to talk to Small Fry, man. Remind him of his youth. We'll remind. We we brought you to. We we got you up to where you are, boy. <laughs> I'm sure we did. <laughs> that was all us. <laughs> we kid, of course. Uh, let's see. Let, let, before we move on to uh, our little on the plate segment, I kind of want to go over some bets. Do it. Uh, the bets of 2018. Let's just say at the end of the score here, I'm not going to share the score at the moment. Uh-huh. It's pretty clear who the winner is. And it's not Mike. It's pretty clear <laughs> who the winner is, Adam. Okay. Who's the, who's the winner, Mike? Let's the go winner? over these bets okay. one by one. Like I said, it's not the end of the year yet, but I think we can make an educated guess as to some of these uh, some of these have already kind of cemented, and some of them have happened and slash not happened. Yep. So let's go them one by one, uh, shall we? AFI will release a, P- a press release announcing their hiatus or breakup They're still on. They're still on tour right now. They're still on tour they with just Rise played, Against. They just played Concord mm-hmm. this week. Pretty safe to say that they're going to stick around at least for the end of this year, right? I think so. Remember, I, I did say it was going to happen in early 2019. You did say that, right. and I was like, nah, they're I could done, be wrong. son. I could that was, be wrong. of course, prior to the announcement of their co-headlining tour with Rise Against. <laughs> yes. 2008. Point. Good year. Adam. <laughs> uh, by the end of 2018, Mike's car will break down three <laughs> more times. I'm so close on this one. <laughs> so, a little bit of a story time here. All right. This past Sunday, uh, two Sundays ago as of this recording. What was the significance about this past Sunday, Mike? Uh, this past Sunday was the two-year anniversary of me and my beloved being together. Oh, my God. Uh, not our first date, but us being together. And yes. uh, we decided Making to go official. to this uh, town of Julian, uh, which is like a small little historical town on the way to San Diego. Uh, my beloved, she grew up in a town called Temecula, uh, which is, and her and her family used to go there a lot as kids. Yes. So home of Finch. Home of Finch, yeah. <laughs> Temecula's pride, Finch. Uh, uh, so we decided that, well, we're going to take a nice little day trip. They have delicious pie there. Uh, first time we went over there, we met this nice jeweler where my uh, beloved got some a couple rings from her. And she said to us, I really like, after we talked to her for a little, she said, I really like you guys. I hope you guys stay together. Oh. So we were going to go see her again and be like, hey, guess what? We're engaged now. <laughs> Guess what? We stayed together. We t- we did it. We only did it for you. You know what would have been great if you guys had broken up and then went back <laughs> to tell her? We broke up. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. You cursed us. You put too much pressure on us, man. <laughs> uh, but, we're gonna, but on our way there, my car's alternator decided to oh. give out midway through the trip. Midway through. And on the freeway? My, the, the company who decided to make my car deci- also decided it was a good idea to um, put the power steering on. Uh, not through you know like gas power or 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 things like that, yes. but electrical power steering. Oh. Adam, do you know what happens when the <laughs> alternator goes out? Oh God! <laughs> and the power steering is attached to it. You, you lose control of the power steering <laughs> midway sounds... through. <laughs> midway while you're driving down a windy road. Oh God! Towards a small t- historical town <laughs> called Julian. So, so I pulled over right away. What would be like the purpose of doing this? Because Dude. Ford is the worst fucking company on the planet Earth. Ford wants to kill more Americans. I think so. Killing more Americans every so day. That they have to buy a new Ford, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, we pull Man. over. Uh, and But luckily, um, uh, my beloved also invited her best friend and her daughter and okay. her boyfriend. So they were shortly behind us. Okay. So after discussing it for a little <laughs> so while, like, we decided... Why did, why did Mike stop steering for some reason? <laughs> 
So <laughs> after after discussing it with my family a little bit, I decided instead of them waiting in the car for me because uh, I, I had to call my roadside assistance uh, attached to my uh, And they're like, hi, Mike. Course. Good to hear from you Hi. <laughs> it's that time of the month, huh? <laughs> it's so been they, months. So Weeks. I, 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 so we decided that we'll just have Jasmine come pick up my fiance and daughter and just take them uh, to Julian so they can have a good time and I'll go with the car back home. Uh, so my day was kind of fucked, but at least they got to have fun. So, and then so, Mike texted me on the drive back with the tow yeah, truck guy the tow truck to here. let me know that, that Adam I'm one step closer. <laughs> but I guarantee you that the bet is going to stop here because as soon as I get my car back, it's at the shop right now. It'll be done on Monday. We are trading it in. We're trading it in for good? For trading it in for good, yes. But if that, made... car, if that car breaks down. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said Mike's car. Oh, I said Mike's car. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't say the Ford Focus. Ah, you son of a bitch. 15, 12? What year is it? 2012. 12. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <sighs> okay, well. I'm really I good at the down... subtle details, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote down. You're so good at your wording, dude. I need to call you out next year. Man, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm very careful. I read through these for like a month for... before I submitted them. <laughs> for now, point Mike. <laughs> okay. Because it's only two. For now. So that's for now. It's one to one right now. Yeah, but, okay. but I can probably guarantee it's not going to be three because we're getting a new car. Um, a new car? Well, we're trading it in. Is it a Ford? Of course it's a Ford, Adam. (laughs) Everyone knows Ford makes the best cars. (laughs) The most reliable cars. (laughs) Underworld's new full-length album will have at least five words in the title. Of course, the title was Erase Me, Point Adam. What did I... That was your bet. Oh, that was my bet. Yeah, I said it was only going to be like two words. You're going to be like, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, I said, what's up? What's going to be the name of their album? (laughs) Very close. It was Erase Me. Uh, Here we go. uh, Where are we? Uh, Brian Fallon's new album will not be in either of our top 10 albums of the year. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Point Mike. (laughs) Point Mike. I'm going to just concede on that one, even though I haven't listened to that album in weeks now if not months because i had to take a break wait wait till you come back to it man (laughs) so good would have been nice to go see him this thursday sorry of course it makes me look like the terrible father leaving my children to want to go to a show are you gonna go no okay because i don't want to go by myself oh that's true and mike's like oh i can't go because i have to be with my daughter that night like Mm -hmm. i have to be with my daughters every night yeah i know (laughs) you know if i was with my daughter every night then i'd definitely go with you but we can go on wednesday i only get wednesday he's playing wednesday and thursday I might take Wednesday off to get my car traded in, but I'll. Hmm. Hmm. Are there tickets still available? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll consider it then. Okay. okay. Like I said, my wife kind of reluctantly <laughs> didn't, almost couldn't say that we could not go. Oh, <laughs> she didn't not say no. Right. Okay. When I was telling her, like, oh, I really want to go, she was like, just go already. Oh. And I was like, but then I leave. You can leave with the kids, whatever. I don't care. She was all angry about it, but then I was like, I'll text Mike real quick. I I guess I know what her worst album of the year is. (laughs) Uh, There will be an episode of Lead Singer Syndrome featuring Ronnie Radke, Uh, and it will be hilarious. I'm still hoping for this one. Still hoping for it, but I think very unlikely, though. So, point, Adam. He's been having some bizarre people on. Who did I listen to recently? I haven't listened in a long time. The last one I listened to was Aaron Stringer. There is Aaron. Aaron. There was one recently that I listened to of the Boston Manor guy. Oh. You didn't listen to him? I didn't listen to that one. You kind of needed like subtitles while you're listening because he's like, home table with his accent. But you, you figure it out after a little bit. He's got some accent on that album and as you well. Know, he's 25 years old. He's got a lifetime of experiences to speak of. <laughs> the next Amity Affliction album will be in both of our top 10 albums of the year. I, I took this bet with you because yeah. I was optimistic. Point 
No one. Nope. I don't think it's going to happen. Brian Fallon's new solo album, Sleepwalkers, will not be a perfect album, according to Adam's rating system. So, nope. <laughs> I still haven't given it the final listen before I give my final tally, but, you know, come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I, so of course, I... Wait, will not be a perfect... Okay, so we both said yes on this. You took this bet with me, so point... No one. Point no one. So it, it's basically a perfect album. I know. It's like I, one of I, my top three favorite albums. I of would all love time. to be like, oh, I, I don't like track seven. <laughs> but I'd be lying. <laughs> who, who are we fooling, really? Come on. I was actually going to ask you something. Do you want to just omit that album from this year's list? Make and, it fair? And then spend an entire episode about that album again? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, we, you and I can I write both, four more pages about you, how it touches my soul. <laughs> you and I both know it's going to sweep everything. I don't know. Tiny Moving Parts had a really good album. It did. Boston did Manor it had some... a really good album. It did. Yeah, I'm just saying. Story so far had a, you know, <laughs> it could be up there. You State never know. State champs, baby. State champs, baby. Adam's second daughter will be born on June 13th. <sighs> I missed Very it close. by 14 hours. Yep. Man. Iris was born on June 14th. At Point. 1.44 in the afternoon. Very, yeah. yeah. 14 hours exactly. Point. Mike. Man. Uh, the new full-length album by New Year's Day will end up on Adam's worst albums of the year list. Of course, that album did not come out this year. And I don't so think it is going to come out. It's not going to come out. So point, Adam. I don't even think I like that band on Facebook anymore. So I wouldn't probably even know if if the album was coming out. Probably for the best. Okay. I'm sure AP would be going gaga for it, right? Bring Me the Horizon's new album title will be one word long. This was Adam's <laughs> bet. Uh, inspired by my many bets about album titles. Seven. I voted no because I was sure it was going to be like something super long again and pretentious. They're not that epic anymore. Of course, now, I mean, we had this discussion in a prior episode, but for those who need a refresher, when we talked about our on our betting episode, uh, timestamp 47 minutes and 30 seconds, Yes, it was never specifically stated <laughs> in this explanation that the bet, uh, that, uh, in the bet that the album had to be released in 2018. Your Honor... <laughs> I'd like to rule in favor of Adam on this one. Amo is officially coming out on January 11, 2019. And I was so close to getting the title of the name right. Adam even <laughs> joked that the album's the album will be called Ample. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's so weird. It's I was so like, weird. what, three letters off? <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's almost as eerie as like um, last year we had a, a bet involving like Motionless and White. And I said something about Jonathan Davis, right? And he ended up being like on that album. Yes, I can't remember what you, what the you, bet was. You just because I I said Ronnie Radke was going to be on a Motionless and White album yeah. or something like that, and you said no, it'd be somebody like Jonathan Davis, or, yeah, or Disturbs guy, someone spooky. What's his name? Like Don Draper. Oh, ah! that's the one. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story, will have a Rotten Tomato score lower than fifty five percent, which is the score that Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace holds. And you, I agreed with you on you this. You did. One. It's a point nobody. I know. In hindsight, I should have. <laughs> So this one, that this one, this next one is still up in well, the what air. What is the Rotten Tomato score, by the way? Um, oh, here we have the solo score is at seventy percent. Wow, uh, with an average with a with an average rating of six point three. Okay, so one of the kids that my daughter goes to have playdates with, his dad said it's in his top three of Star Wars movies. Is he a basic bitch? He said that he's not that into it. Oh, okay, but he likes them. Sure. Did you see it? No. Okay. I have no I. interest in seeing it. Did I? I will probably like reluctantly see it like months down the road and like literally it's on Netflix. I've seen every single movie on the entire planet already. 
That's how low it is for me. <laughs> the notebook. Again. Uh, the, is it, this one's contentious because it's still up in the air. The next celebrity suicide will be Jim Carrey after sexual misconduct allegations. That is a bold claim, my friend. It's very bold and very dark. Very dark. <laughs> that's bold enough to even be one of your final bets. But no, that's just a that's just a little throwaway bet. So of course I said no. Okay. Point Mike. I think we're gonna go point Mike, but you know, we'll see what happens come New Year's. But like I said, <laughs> should some of this still happen, I don't know if any of you keeping score so far. <laughs> uh it kind of doesn't matter. If um, um if Jim Carrey does commit suicide, yeah. but we don't find out the reason why, uh-huh. do I get any points for that? Like I said, it does. <laughs> like I said, because of the way the points are right now, I know. At, by the time, it's not going to matter. Okay. So, keep score, everyone. Spoiler <laughs> alert Iron Man, Tony Stark will die in Avengers Infinity War. You took that bet with me. You have no vested interest in these Avengers films. No. Let me tell you what happens in the um, Avengers Infinity War. You're Tony Stark was stabbed. Through the stomach by Thanos, but also survived and also survived the snap at the end of the film, where half the universe disappears, got, disappeared, and got dusted. There's only like three people that survived at well, the end of that movie, right? Half of the Avengers d- survived. Oh, that's yeah. right, a few of them. Uh, so yeah, point no one. Point no. God one. damn it. Damn it. But I was so sure in that one too. So fucking sure. Because Robert Downey Jr. He could probably be in different movies now. It's been ten right? years since Iron Man one. I know. He should probably do other movies. Remember Home for the Holidays? I remember that one. They should do remember a sequel Sherlock to that. Holmes? I do. That was awful. Remember Weird Science? That was a long time ago. That was very long time Wait, ago. He wasn't in that. Yes, he was. was he? I'm pretty sure he was in Weird Science. I know it was Anthony Michael Hall, and there was a brunette kid in there, but I don't think it was Robert Downey Jr. We'll have to look that up. Corrections on, on next. He was on episode. Saturday Night Live in the eighties, very briefly, yes. And then drugs, <laughs> Seosin, then a toddler's bed <laughs> in the early nineties. Seosin will release another album with Anthony Green. I think it's safe to say that that's a no. Dang, I was, I was, I still kind of like hope that that could happen, and maybe it'll be a twenty nineteen thing. But... Well, I, I was also thinking too because I said no on this bet. Point yeah. Mike, by the way, yeah. that Anthony Green has so many things going on. I think each of his projects are on a three-year cycle. Okay. So, he New Seosin next year. He was touring with Seosin. Yes. So. Well, Anthony Green also released a solo album this year, which none of us listened to. Uh, Brandon did. And he liked it. Yeah. Well, Brandon likes a lot of things. He's he a very jolly things. guy. I'm ready for him to dislike an album. One of yeah. Days. What, what, what <laughs> album is that going to be, Brandon? <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers will announce the next actor playing Batman after Ben Affleck steps down from the role. Right. Apparently nothing. he's still Batman. He's still Batman. We have a new Joker. We have a new Joker, which no, is the weirdest thing. But now we have two Jokers. Now my daughter is playing Joker. She playing the Joker? My, because she's got a cleft lip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was dark. So, but he hasn't stepped down. But you said that he's he like stepped down, but then came back. He's been constantly stepping down and stepping and, and coming back. He's also like been in rehab like three times. This exactly. Year, right. <laughs> if you're not going to be Batman, just tell us you're not going to be Batman. And give up on Jennifer Garner. It's this not is... happening. <laughs> They're divorced now. Finally. Yeah. So move on with your life. Daredevil Affleck. and Elektra have, have, have officially divorced. That's so sad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you let me down, Rick. You let me down. I can't Rick believe Will this Banks. didn't happen. I really was... <laughs> <laughs> was this just your he mean, can, he your mean little softball? Yeah. I was just like... Again, there is still a chance that this could happen, but it's very unlikely. So I done. gave the point... To Adam for Rick Wellbanks for release less than ten episodes of his he's, podcast. He's this done year. five episodes this year. I know. Come on, Rick. You're fucking and every killing me. Single episode. He's like, I'm going to do more podcast episodes. I'm going to yeah. do more. But 
Apparently, his outlet is just on Facebook. I guess so. He likes to rant onto Facebook, and it's always fun to read he's his just rantings. Const- I think he's just constantly antagonizing people so that he gets those clicks. I think so. Uh, 2008 will be the year that Stan Lee dies. 2008? 18. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it hasn't happened yet. He's still alive. He's still 96, or is he 97 now? He's 96. He's still 96. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he just got over that scandal of like his, his caretaker <laughs> and one of his kids trying to extort money from him. That's right. So he's finally past that. So maybe mm. now he'll be less stressed out and live longer. <laughs> Point not? Adam. Point Adam. Okay. Adversity AF. And I just checked today. <laughs> yep. We'll have What's less that? than 60 views. What's it at? <laughs> uh, last time I, oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write it down. I just wrote, "Come on, fans, you're killing me." <laughs> uh, point, Adam. But it was around the 40, uh, high forties. Okay, because I think I was the forty seventh view. Yeah, and that was sometime during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, you're killing me here. Uh, now, finally, these final bets are usually a wash. Yes, it, it's usually it's just in, just just in just in good fun. Yeah, just for free ten points for you, free ten points for me. Pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. Whatever that means. Why? Why is why would pie be in the sky be a well, good thing? You can't eat the pie if it's up in the sky. Exactly. Right? And it's going to like land on your face when it comes down. Yeah, I mean, you could sort of eat it. That's why it's like a pie in the sky, you know? I don't get if, it. If it gets... Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it... I, I made a bet that in Forever Warped 2018, the following bands will be announced to perform Paramore, Blink-182, Green Day, and of course, My Chemical Romance. O for four. O for four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least, hey, Mest was there. You should have... Thrown them in? Oh, everyone's favorite band, Mess. <laughs> uh, and, and then Adam's, Adam's final bet. <laughs> the Bears and the Chargers will both have the number one spot in their respective conferences and play each other. Super Bowl Lee. So right now, mm-hmm. the Bears are 3-2. and two, Currently leading their division. Oh. oh by like 0.16 percentage oh. points over the death to Packers from uh-huh. Green Bay. Okay. Because the Packers had that glorious tie in week two. Good on the Packers. My Bad. favorite team. Everybody's favorite team in California for some reason. <laughs> anyway, die Packers die. Yep. And the Chargers are currently four and two. Okay. And That's a they're better. The the Chiefs are ahead of them at five and one. Okay. But you know, it's just it's too early to tell. Unfortunately, the Rams are six and zero right now. Whoa! So right now, our our we bet on the wrong California team. Our beloved Rams of Los Angeles <laughs> um, have like the number one spot. Go St. Louis! Go St. Louis Rams of Anaheim. Mm. <laughs> so I mean, we're only in going into week seven this okay. week. So it's still too early to tell. But like, we'll just give my we'll just give me those points so far. If by chance you get those points, that's going to bring you. At a whopping, whopping twenty nine points. Oh God! If you were to get those points, yes. if those points were to remain with me, I have a whopping fifteen points. Fifteen points. You know what that means? Adam has prematurely won the betting special dun, with dun, dun, nineteen dun. points. Just put a dash and an X next to my name. I also want for to won the division. <laughs> <laughs> I also of which the Cubs could not do this year. That would also so bring sad. our betting special score. O for two. This would be my second betting special that I've lost. Another note that that that, that, that let's that, sing it now, everybody. Oh, our eyes start to bleed <laughs> as our lives they become wells. Wait, what's the word? What? <laughs> this what could be. I think this oh. could be heartbreak. Oh no! <laughs> never alone, never apart. You have to listen to those songs too. You know, we found each other <laughs> in the dark. 
I want to prematurely announce the shortest episode of the Skinny with Mike Nadam coming in 2019. If I would have known about those two terrible songs on the new album, oh, God. I would have thrown those in as I'm well. I'm so but... glad it's just those two old ones. But anyway, uh, another interesting note. Mike won zero points of his own bets. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe that means you're a better wage wager. Wager-er? Well, I'm 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 a bigger dreamer, I guess. Bigger dreamer, <laughs> <laughs> man. But I I sucked this year, dude. You you had big hopes, I guess. I had I had high high hopes for a living, man. What I'm kind of hoping, or maybe thinking, we should do next year is that we don't get the opportunity to like take each other's bets. Okay. Like whatever I well, say, it's gonna be like zero zero then. Whatever I say, if it doesn't happen, then you get the point, and vice versa. Okay. Rather than you agree with me and then we both lose a point or something like that. But the only th- the only reason that like I I I am trepidatious to do that is that for easy bets, you know, I don't want to be like, oh well, Ronnie Radke is going to say something stupid this year. <laughs> like that's an easy point. <laughs> so that's why I don't want to like, like the throw roast so- of Ronnie Radke. Yeah, like, I don't want to like I I don't want to like and me too. Like I don't want to like throw any softballs our way and they get an hmm. easy point. You know. Okay. So that's the reason for the t- We might do something different. I was also thinking of doing like an album draft, like an album like uh yeah, like an album draft I suppose. Like uh we'll 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 go to like medic like when an album drops. So we have to guess like the next album that's like oh, Sales Sin's next album okay. or something. So we 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 kind of do like a fantasy league for albums okay. and then we'll go to like Metacritic after the album comes out and then the whatever the score is, mm. it's going to be our total point value. So I was thinking okay. of doing something like that, you know. We could do that. We'd have to draft those. We have to like take turns drafting those albums, though. So that'd be like a fun thing we could probably do. My we'll hash phone. it out, though. We'll see if we want to do bets next year. If we want to do see. like a draft or something. The next Menzingers album. Yeah. Less than thirty-five percent of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So let's go ahead and. Uh, so yeah, like uh, I, I forgot. So the stakes. Uh, we're gonna do one episode of the Skinny with Mike and Adam. With two songs playing on a loop. <laughs> Two Amity the Affliction songs. Entire hour and a half episode. Don't worry, guys. Uh, we're gonna have those. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna play those two songs once for the show. Yes. Uh, in post production, then I'm gonna re- uh, um, erase them from the episode, so you guys aren't bombarded with it. <laughs> but those two songs are gonna be on a loop. That's this could be Heartbreak and Never Alone by the Amity Affliction. Yes. Two songs that I detest. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's trying to torture me. <laughs> and it, Drive like, me slowly mad. Where you are with those songs is where I am with Burn Alive and the other one from the oh, current album. God. Where it's just like, nope, <laughs> I can't <laughs> even listen. <laughs> What's it called? Like Dead Again or something like that? Uh, we'll, we'll, well, I guess we'll find out right now. D E D. Oh, yeah. D R E I E. O D I E. Die My Darling? Is that what he's spelling? <laughs> yeah, My Darling. <laughs> Uh, M-Y-D-A-R-L-I-N-G. I'm so glad like those two songs aren't on here though, but Man. like those songs are just the worst. Uh, yeah, mi- uh, not misery. Kick rocks and D I E. No, it's burn alive. Is it burn rock? Because you don't like kick rocks either. Yeah, but I don't despise it. Okay. Remember, I'd say that one. I would be like moshing with everybody else. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fucking four words. Just kick rock. Yeah, if you would have added chew glass. Chew glass. Eat ass. Uh, if you would add a D.I.E., this this would have been like undoable. I know. For me, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For me as well. But now but anyway. he just gets to watch me suffer sometime in 2019. So look forward to that, everyone. 
I look forward to it immensely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll keep you updated uh, on the status of if any of these change. But for now, we're going to go on the plate for a little bit. Uh, so I'd, I'd really like to get your thoughts. I, I, you haven't said anything about this album to me uh, pretty much at all, but um, we're going to be listening to the untitled LP by Me Without You, one of our new favorite it's bands that we discovered true. this year, um, thanks to our listener, Danny D., for uh, introducing sometime last year we discovered it we oh, did i think we we finally branched out and listened to all their albums yeah because we year, listened right? we listened to brother it? sister yeah brother sister and 10 stories yes last year correct since they were his number one albums of all time pretty much or brother sister was number one of all time i think something like that and 10 stories was in the top 10 yes so, so. we ended up uh being introduced to them and then finally this year we had some time we had some time to uh, soak up the rest of their discography so we did that as well so much time yeah well uh, you know there's a lot of uh, there's most of it we really enjoyed and a lot of you know, there's a handful of songs are like well sure concepts usually just uh well and it was because daniel did his you know daniel essentials yes which was catch for us the foxes ah, yes which was like why haven't we been listening to this this whole time that this was yeah, that that, that uh, that's what kind of you know put us over the edge to go check out the the rest of the discography but now exactly. we are here uh with their newest album uh, came out. Oh goodness, when did that come out? Earlier this month. That's yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I forget the, the exact date. Uh, but <laughs> it's called Untitled. Uh, we mentioned a little bit earlier in the episode, but they've uh, preceded that with an Untitled EP. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? I gave it a five out of seven. Good. Some good stuff. That's a good. Yeah, and, and uh, evidently, from what I read too, they shadow dropped it yes. back in June or July or whenever that came out. But uh, uh, tonally, it's a completely different sound than what we getting with the untitled ELP. And I thought that was pretty cool. None of the songs are, are from the EP as well. It really is just here Except to... for Winter Solstice. Oh, yeah, you're right. The original version. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just a different, you know, tone version. again. But, um, yeah, and, and, and so it, kind of, it really just kind of set up, I guess, conceptually, what the untitled LP is about. This is their first album since 2016? 15. When was Pale Horses? 15, I believe. Pale Horses. Yes, 2015. Oh, man. So they oh, wow. took a little bit of a time off, nice three-year gap. Uh, and, again, spoiler alert, they were all the better for it. This is their oh, first wow. track, 9.27 a.m., July 29th. They like to start albums with dates and times. They do. I'm not really sure the reason. I'm sure well, Daniel would probably know more than us about Maybe they wrote this song on July 29th. Maybe. Yeah. They were like, let's just go record the intro track in the studio. <laughs> we're going to write everything else, all 11 other tracks, but then we're going to write this one in the studio. Which is probably why I just realized that his lyrics are just stream of consciousness. They kind of are. <laughs> I mean, there, a lot of it's like kind of spoken wordy. Uh, you know, it, it does seem like it's just thoughts from a journal that uh, letter just being sort of screamed into a microphone. I really like this intro track. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's very good. It's a, it's a good two and a half minutes long, and it, 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 it doesn't sort of set the mood for the rest of the album. The album kind of ebbs and flows as, sort of, as far as tonally goes, but um, it's, it, it, it definitely piques your interest at, at the very least. I just felt that the beginning of the album was much better than the end of the album. We'll get there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, there are a couple songs uh, towards the end where I feel like it's like, it's really powerful, like tonally, musically, lyrically. Um, 
This is actually one of my favorite tracks of this album. Uh, it's really memorable, and uh, I really look forward to this track in particular whenever we listen to it. But uh, I think we can go ahead and move on. Track I know, two. I know Daniel did a bigger deep dive into the lyrics. Of course he did. It's did like his favorite band. Did you do any diving into the lyrics? I just read them. I didn't deep dive into them. Okay. Yeah. Deep dive, I, I feel like I'm going to dissect everything what this guy says. Right. Every abstract term that he uses. Uh, track two was the first single off of this one. This came out even before that EP came out. Okay. Uh, this is called Julia or, or Holy to the Lord on the Bells of Horses. It's a long title. But it's probably my favorite song. It is a damn good song. I'm so glad I didn't listen to it months and months ago when it was released. (laughs) (laughs) At least once? Not even once. I heard it once. Because then I would have just been like all hyped and been like, this album's going to (laughs) suck. Your new new hype strategy or anti-hype strategy, is that that working out for you? I love it. Yeah? Good. Feels so much better to not be like bored with a song by the time the album comes out. Uh, I mean, that's, I try my best to not, uh, but I kind of I'm reserved myself to the. I'll listen to one single just so I can get an idea of what the um, overall album is going to kind of sound like, and then I'll wait for the whole album. Speaking of singles, the yes. new Bring Me the Horizon single is coming out this week. Dear God, you still like this too? Maybe we'll, our reach will come back. Oh After yes, thousands and thousands of reached people. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it just stopped. <laughs> Yeah, Julia is one of the stronger tracks on this album, too. I think it makes a really good single. He said it. He said it. He's, he's, a, he's a very religious guy. It's, it's, Relig- it's a bad week to listen to this and the Emery album at the same time. We'll get there, yeah. Because, I don't know. Did you listen to them back to back? I did, the yeah. same week. I was okay. like... It's a lot of questioning of things and religion and yeah. life well, and death. Well, one band does, a lot, does it a lot better than the other band. Do, don't they? <laughs> don't they? <laughs> don't they? Yeah, I really like the way... Again, I keep forgetting his name, but I, I, I like the Aaron. way that... Aaron. Glass, I like the way that Gillespie. Aaron um, <laughs> words everything. Because he's, he's a lot more subtle with his lyric, lyrical content. And he, he really does a good job of conceptualizing it in a way that it could really kind of mean anything but because I guess we get the insight from Daniel and we read all about right because when I go into their lyrics I'm like I, I, I don't get it a lot of but times like it's it. nonsensical <laughs> jargon I couldn't make all the, the animal metaphors <laughs> yeah but I still liked it <laughs> you get it it's like Moses in the desert <laughs> I don't know I thought it was Noah <laughs> something like Noah did uh, he have the animals <laughs> Track three, another head for Hydra. Hail I like Hydra. this song too. Which one's Hydra again? Is that the dog, or is that that uh, that Cerberus? Yeah, the dog from Hell. That's Cerberus. Cerberus. Okay, yeah. so which one's Hydra? Hydra is uh, from the Marvel universe. Oh. They're like the secret society that has embedded themselves into every branch of the government. Nice. The lizard like people. The lizard people, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Just like our U.S. government. Yes. This is a dope song. This is a very dope song. Yeah, you're right though about the way the album is divided. Uh, first half is a lot, a little bit more upbeat, a little yeah. bit more aggressive, and, and it does start to slow down in the it, second half. It gets, I guess, experimental towards the end, which is weird because this is one of the most experimental bands <laughs> we've ever heard. That's true. I love that megaphone. Yeah, effect. I love the megaphone. We 
I think it's fair to say that like in the past we haven't really been too fair to bands that do the uh, the the speaking vocals kind of thing. We like our, our law disputes. We like our law disputes. We like you know, me without you. Me without you. Yep, me without you. But I think but me without you. Bring kinda, me the or being as an ocean. Yeah, Silent Planet. You know, does that same thing too. You're not a big fan of Silent Planet. I'm not. Yeah, the rest of the world seems to be. But I don't know what's wrong. They're gonna with me. take over the world. <laughs> Take over the planet. No, but this vocal style it, it works really well with the mm-hmm. with the instrumental or with the, the experimental sort of uh, uh, ex- ex- experiments. Experiments. <laughs> the instrumentals. Yes. I just feel like towards the end of the album, it turns into just too much of jam band dad rock. It's a little bit like that. Yeah. It, maybe they maybe Aaron sort of front loaded the first half of the album, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally with. The strongest lyrical content It's possible Track I like it Four Dormouse size So many mouse metaphors (laughs) But a dormouse is not Necessarily a mouse What is a dormouse? I don't know Google it I don't want to Google it Where's my app? I'm looking it up (laughs) Adam Stahl While I Google where are you? (laughs) Google I know you're listening You want to try to sell me products later (laughs) What is a dormouse? Watch. I'll look in my, my Yahoo feed. Dormouses will be... Yeah, a dormouse is a rodent. Well, that, That's go. a dormouse. Okay. <laughs> D-O-R? Yeah, D-O-R mouse. Okay. For some reason, I thought it might have been some sort of... They're usually found in Europe. Some species live in Africa or Asia. But why is it in parentheses is the real question. It's in brackets, really. I know. Just like the title of the album, it's un- the, this untitled. This out, al- the song is untitled, perhaps. Whoa, so many different titles. What if the album was actually called Dormouse? <gasps> and this track was untitled. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is dark and brooding and experimental. I love dark and brooding, though. I love it. This is a band that also like doesn't need to stray too far from their path established uh, sound yes. because they are kind of like the, one of the only bands doing this and doing it well. They're still doing it well, so why change, I guess? Although this does seem like a big musical departure from Pale Horse's horse. Each album has its own identity, but overall it's me without you doing what they do best, I think. Is there a concept of this, this album? One? questioning religion and faith <laughs> like they all do <laughs> again i haven't done a deep dive of the lyrics i've only just read the lyrics and a lot of it was abstract stuff it was very ab- a lot of it was very abstract okay. uh, i'm sure daniel starting his four page oh uh, daniel already had his whole dissertation <laughs> like, the, the moment this album came out and, and we were talking about like, we i read, know i read, read most of it but i'm sure there's more he's discovered in oh, the last of two weeks since you guys talked yeah. about it so you know maybe daniel can give us a bit of a heads up uh, or a head start a little bit on what you know maybe the overall album might be about the overall themes but just from my understanding of it, it's another album about questioning faith and your place in the world and your place yes. in that faith but there is a level of acceptance from yeah. what i read mm-hmm. that no matter how crazy the world is just find my way in it yeah just kind of Damn make it. your own path you should do that in your late 30s aaron yeah i mean some of us are also it. in their late 30s now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in my late 30s in a few years. <laughs> so many more years. Yeah, but I like this song. Though. Nice nice, nice brooding track right at track four, right yeah. kind of where it needs to be. It works. Track five, Winter Solstice, featuring Tilly Pearson and Johnny Craig. Johnny Craig. Yeah, that's right. 
And also the only carryover track from the EP. That's true, yes. I can't believe you didn't recognize that. I haven't listened to the EP in a little while. Okay. Uh, I, I meant to like listen to them back, and back, back, back to back this week, but I'm still right in the middle of my um, re-evaluation for 2018. I feel like the EP is stronger. But the EP is way. also like the slower paced one. I know. Too. But for some reason, like I find myself enjoying the EP more than okay. this album. But... What ifs? Yeah, I did. I, I did. Like I said, I didn't mean to go back to the EP because I only last time I listened to it was the week it came out. But uh, um, I feel like the LP has stronger songs at least. Um, I can't remember a other. I mean, I can't remember too much about the EP. I just remember really enjoying it. Yes. I enjoyed five of the seven. Mm-hmm. And the the stripped down version of this song is still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an acoustic guitar version. Yeah, and it's cool that they did a full band version of this as well. If they were going to um, you know, carry over any tracks. It's always weird to first hear the acoustic version and yeah. then hear the full band version. It's usually like, the other way around. Yeah, so it kind of trips you out. You're like, I don't, I don't think I like this version. I like the other version better. Yeah. But it's still cool. Yeah, this is a good little just mellow track. It's kind of where we're going to start going in a more mellow direction now. Do you know what happened on the winter solstice, Mike? It got darker. Jesus. Jesus happened? Jesus happened. Also, Horus. That's the exact... Horus yes. had the exact same origin story as Jesus. Wow. <laughs> what a coincidence. Which one is this? Oh, this is... This is track six. Flee, thou matadors. I like this verse and this riff, mm-hmm. but I don't like this song very much. I like the overall song. I think the... I think the you're right, the, the, the verse is a lot stronger than the chorus is, but... The King of Spain, Queen of Portugal. Oh, this I can imagine this song, like, working really well live. I don't go to live shows anymore. No. I tried, but Mike... <laughs> Except maybe this third... Maybe this one's... I tried, but Mike said no. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. <laughs> I don't... I don't get this chorus, though. Again, it's just abstract stuff. I have... We have to kind of... D- I think you got a deep dive to really take the appreciation of it, get the full appreciation of it, which I, I know we're doing this review, but I haven't had the time to do a deep dive. Because if lyrics. the king of Spain marries the queen of Portugal, then the two countries could become one. Mm. And finally, you could have a united peninsula. I, I, we need that. Me too. Portugal I've the man. Always wanted that peninsula to be united, finally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very concerned about that. That's, I mean, it's, it's something that young people... Get out and vote, everyone. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sure Trump could do something about that. <laughs> Build the wall. No, tear down the wall. Tear down the wall between Portugal. Spain and Portugal. <laughs> someday. Someday it'll happen. Yeah, this is a cool little ditty. It's know? a ditty, but I, I still got to give it a thumbs down. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to hear that. Yeah. I, this, is one of the, this is one of my stronger tracks here. Uh, track seven. Tortoises all the way down. It's a song, of course, about the Ninja Turtles yes. going down to the sewer. Yes. Splinter was there. Splinter was there. Was I think the Splinter loose. represents Jesus. Yes. And the turtles represent the disciples. Yes. And each and and ninjutsu represents Jesus' sweet ninja moves. <laughs> Did you know Splinter didn't have a father? What? We know of? <laughs> Did Splinter was Splinter born of a virgin birth? He might have been. Those rats. <laughs> Usually get it on, but they did, his, his mom said no. Wow. It was a virgin rat. I'm so glad we have a song now to teach us about that. 
This song's really good, though. <laughs> this is a really, really good song. One of the strongest ones. Man. So, so much brooding. So who's April O'Neil or something? Where is April O'Neil? You mean, so April O'Neil the cartoon character or April O'Neil the old retired porn star? Both. Both? Well, I think they're is she both in New York. <laughs> I think she's Mary Magdalene. <laughs> <laughs> April O'Neil is Mary Magdalene, I both the cartoon character and porn star. So many strange time signatures. Yeah, this song's dope. I love this song. This is just good kind of, even though it's like very mellow, jamming kind of track. It's 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 it still carries a weight of significance. And by the end of the year, by gum, I'm gonna. Dissect every single track on this album. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I tried that on past Me Without You albums, and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Did you need to? I think you. Need, I think you need a college course in order to do some of this. I think I need Daniel to explain it all to me. Mm-hmm. I guess four you, you pages also, of this album. Listeners, please. if we're frustrating you at all, especially if you're a big Me Without You fan, also understand that we are relatively new to this band, so. We haven't had the years of absorbing this these albums really over and over again. A year and a half in, about a year and a half. It's really weird. Like I could, I can like pick out songs from this album and songs from the EP, and I can make a perfect album. Oh, but the two together, hmm. they're, 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 it's not perfect. So you think it's just kind of a case of just a little overindulgence? You think? I just feel like I could have picked a better better tracks from the EP to put on here, maybe some of these songs on the EP kind of thing. But the concepts, man. I don't know what the concepts are. <laughs> Me neither. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think Jesus is somewhere in there. Some, does something have to do with are Jesus? Are they still Muslim or are they Christian now? I don't know. We have to dissect I the album and that, find out. I saw that picture of them on the AP article. Mm-hmm. And they look like terrorists. Oh, oh, Adam! <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure. No, that's that's what United Flight 93. <laughs> that was the last thing they saw. Were guys that looked like me without you. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I still hang out with you all the time, <laughs> despite outbursts like that. I'm just saying. There's a lot of beards. I'm just saying. And fuzzy hair. But this song is dope. I love it. <laughs> but it's okay, everyone. We like this album. There might have been a box cutter. I don't know. Track eight is two thousand four hundred fifty-nine miles. The amount of time. This took, song. The, that's how many miles the flight ninety-seven. Never mind. It's possible. It's possible. Huh? It's possible. We didn't. We didn't do the math. It's ninety-three. Get it right. Yeah. Whatever. I. I already forgot about nine eleven. Like they told me never to forget. Oh, sorry. Good thing I remember. I reminded you. <laughs> I don't like this song. I don't song? like this song. I don't understand why it's on this album for what it is i think it's fine is it it's, kind of an interlude it's interlude it's a break it's a short little two 226 yeah just like the next track 212 so we got like two little interludes interlude. <laughs> double interludes only me without you can make, pull it off what do you think is 2469 miles 59 i have no clue again dude we're dealing with like the abstract of the most abstract Muslims, man. Muslims. Maybe it's like Mediterranean math or something. Maybe. Maybe. They use kilometers there, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> how many courts in a kilometer? That's how many miles to Mecca? I don't know. From? From? Seattle? Yes. <laughs> From Seattle to Mecca. 
I forget where this band is from originally. Are they East Coast? Minneapolis. I think it's an M state. Montana. Minneapolis, is it? Florida. Wikipedia is right there at your disposal. I guess I can do that, couldn't I? Adam Stahl, while I Wikipedia is. So, I would love for them to explain more to us, but I have a feeling it's something that only people in the know know about. Well, I also think that this band, like the message that they put out there is Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Just like you said, it starts with an M. Exactly, exactly <laughs> what I said, yeah. Um, but um, I think like th- what this band is about and the message that they put out there is for a specific people of a specific mindset i went through that yes uh, i'm past that right now i've been past that for most of my adult life now but i can appreciate the message i guess but at this point though like they've i feel like they said what they needed to say a little but bit when aaron i guess is intern like, is trying to internalize it himself maybe he's, he has a new way of of spinning it i can understand this is track nine wendy and betsy um i like the song uh, I I know you love this song. Yes, I I don't I don't care for this one. You don't care for it? No, I tried. Okay, it reminds me of that song on City by the Light Divided that I don't like. There's a song on City you got, you don't like? Yes, the one about him flying through the air, and then we you always were saved! and then you always tell me did, did, did I Adam they almost died? Did I know that Jeff Rickley was almost in? <laughs> In a plane crash. Yes. And I was like, he's been in an everything crash. <laughs> <laughs> he is so killable. <laughs> he just won't die. Doesn't this song remind you of that one? I forget I the name. I guess like it. the atmospheric nature of it, kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of chaosy and yeah, and a little bit. All it's not that screaming though. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more screaming in that Thursday song. Yeah, this could pass as a Thursday hey, song. This is kind of cool. Okay, but I hope that he. I mean, he's making his peace with religion. Maybe yes. every album needs to be, I think I'm religious, okay, I'm not religious, and I'm okay with being somewhat religious. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the arc of... It, it does kind of sound like, especially with the last line of this album, we'll get there. Yes. Um, but uh, it does sound like he's made his peace with the questions that he has and maybe the things that he'll never get answers for. Yes. And, and I think that might be the... Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but that might be what... Life is all about. Life is all about... What this album might be about. Maybe. But yeah. does that mean he could write different kinds of albums in the future? Yeah, he can do his own little fashionably late kind of thing. Like we do like a rap rock kind of thing, album. <laughs> Track oh, 10. <I'm> drifter. <laughs> <laughs> new wine, new skins. I don't like this song either. This song is a little slow. Especially with how much I enjoyed the previous track too. Um, yes. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad song. It's just... Oddly set. Maybe we're just not smart enough to get it. We are pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable in saying that. We've been, we've been dumb before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this I, 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 this isn't really a band though. I I comfortably recommend to most people though. I think that's safe to say that too. I don't know who I could recommend it to. I mean, people who like super dope, like indie rock for sure. Yeah. But it, like, but for the message that they put out there, I don't think a lot of people can relate to it. And I bet um, Daniel had that worry about us when he recommended this band to us. They might be too dumb. They might be too dumb. I don't want to. I don't want to put this list out there because they're they're just idiots. They're just the worst. <laughs> My grandma told me so. <laughs> so yeah, this is just kind of. It's, it sounds. It has like a final track kind of sound to mm-hmm. it too. 
If this was the final track, I'd be like, okay, we're ending on a low note. Mm-hmm. But no, we got two more to go. Two more really long songs to go. Also, I don't think they've ever really done anything like this. I mean, we've heard all their albums now, and I don't remember hearing too much like super mellow, like very minimalist, keyboard-driven kind of. Yeah, I stuff. mean, you're right about that. They, this is, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, uh, I guess we're not. We haven't listened to this band since 2003, whenever they first came out. Five was it? Two, two, whenever it was. So we've only just recently been listening to them. So like their music's not 100% super familiar with us. But um, yeah, you're right. They they don't really write songs like this. So, so I mean, I guess it's good for them to do that. But I've noticed that when bands get older and start doing songs like this, they're usually not their best songs. Mm. Well, you know, they've written lots of good music in the past. They've written so. a lot of good songs. <laughs> That's true. This is one of those songs that we'll put on the fridge so that everyone can see it. <laughs> so you swap this out with a couple from the from the EP. That's probably a good idea, like, huh? That could have worked, but you know, I'm, I'm sure everybody can nitpick like that. Track 11, Michael, Row Your Boat Ashore. Uh, the consensus with a lot of fans is that this is one of their favorite songs. Wow. For me, I'm like, we'll put it on the fridge. <laughs> Everyone it's can so see it. slow and long. It is. Isn't it like four and a half minutes long? Five minutes oh, 13 seconds long. Again, this could be another ending. Did they say why they enjoy it so much? Lyrical content. It's always the lyrical content. Damn it. So, is it about Jesus? It's always about Jesus. All things are about Jesus, Homer. You know what the word, you know what Except the name this. Michael means? Like God. What about Jason? Jason is Jason and the Argonauts. <laughs> At least that's what I was named for. <laughs> Like God. Yep. Like That's God, the literal translation of Michael. Like God, row your boat ashore. I like it. <laughs> and <laughs> then what? <laughs> and then continue boat rowing, then Gendry. all of these natives that you are the one true God. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good luck with that. <laughs> Genocides later. <laughs> yes. So a bit of a strange song. It's a bit of a strange placement as well. Does it take like three minutes to get going? Here? Absolutely. It's so, like a didgeridoo effect on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> it's a little bit, yeah. I think the microphone's getting dragged to the dirt a little bit. I'm sure he's saying all sorts of prophetic things about life. There is a song, I forget on which album it is, where it's basically just like a month, uh, like a Muslim prayer. Mm, that's so right. I can't remember what song that is. But it's on Brother and sis- Brother Sister. Yeah, that's right, Brother Sister. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. At least I think it's that one. So this one might be a prayer. This one might be something else entirely. United 93. Never forget. (laughs) (laughs) Adam has to have his one terrorism joke (laughs) in an episode. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, we'll all laugh about it. (laughs) The irony. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ahead and move on, though, to track 12, the final track. I mean, it is bombastic right there. It gets there. If if this was my favorite band, I would would probably love it. you'd, you'd, you'd You'd make a... An excuse for it, I'm sure. I probably would. Yeah. Track 12, Break On Through to the Other Side. Part 2. Bad closer, man. Yeah. I don't get this at all. Well, it, well, for one, it's also super short. It's also just kind of like... I think it's just meant to bookend the bombastic nature of the first track. Lots, lots of bands do that. But they, I feel like this album has three endings <laughs> and they don't mesh together really well. Hmm. So that's kind of my only real... Um, critique about the album I, there's a lot like most of this album I really enjoy 
Um, I'm sure once I dissect all the lyrical content, I'll probably enjoy it a lot more and, uh, and, and, and understand it more and kind of... <laughs> it's like a lullaby. Is he talking about God? Once someday I'll find me. I'll find me. I thought yeah. it was you. Yeah. That that's that's the, yeah, the final line of the album and I love but that why line. Break on through to the other side. Part two. This is exactly what the doors were trying to say to people. Right. But it was more about you know, your mind and not Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. <laughs> but that line though, someday I'll find me. And that I think that sense. kind of maybe summarizes the theme of the whole album, just based on the lyrics that we've heard and the lyrics that I've read. Again, keep having to harp on this, but but uh, I think we'll get a better appreciation of it once we um, understand what the songs are actually about. Please tell us, oh, Jim Morrison. <laughs> Jim, just, just tell us, Jim. Come on. Um, well, yeah, Adam. So fair. Fair to moderate. Fair to moderate. 7 Got out of 12. 7 out of 12. It's yeah. kind of a low score. Well, it's not as low as the all crazy, all a fix, it's all a cat and the mouse. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. That one's a pretty bad album. Or it's like pretty mediocre. Like a 6, six yeah, out of 12 one or One of my so. least favorite of the me- yeah. without use. One of the biggest disappointments of 2009. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, tell me about it. Kind of common Existence came out that year. 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> yeah. This is war. Or something like that. <laughs> this is Take it, Kanye. War. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'd say, at least from my perspective, I'm going to give it a best album ever. I think okay. I think, even though the tone doesn't mesh with each other, uh, the two halves of the album, uh, and I and I really, it's really off-putting how it has three, it sounds like it has three endings. Hmm. Uh, we could have cut, I feel like we could have cut like tracks 10 and 11 and just went from straight, uh, track 9 to break on through to the other side. I, I feel like that would have probably... Um, Cause then, it, cause then, like the pacing is all over the place, you know. And put some of the slower ones on the EP because, I mean that that was the thing about the EP was it was mostly slow songs, and I was like, right. okay, well maybe all of the slow songs were on the EP and mm-hmm. all of the not so slow. I ones. I think we all had that uh, assumption yeah. as well. But so when they throw well. like five slow songs on this one, it's just like, man, well maybe not five, but still, it just felt like there was just too many. You think maybe that I lost um, interest the slow in songs from this album and then the slow songs from the EP might have been the original vision of the album and then they just kind of like well we have these other ideas for songs let's write those too it's very possible yeah. and then they were like let's just mix them all together yeah and shadow drop it ha <laughs> <laughs> we got you uh, but yeah I, i'd say overall it's a it's a successful release um so I, 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 it doesn't sound like this is going to make it to your top 10 this year no yeah. far from it mm. we got so many great albums out there like the story so far. The story so far. I Hail, mean, have you heard that story so far album? Hail the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, f- I completely forgot that they, like I, I know I just, I literally just listened to it like a couple weeks ago and then I went. And you forgot to listen to it again. <laughs> and well, I listened to it for the week and then I, and then I resorted my, my uh, album list that I keep a spreadsheet of and I'm like, holy crap, Hail the sun had an album. Oh yeah. <laughs> I listened to that. <laughs> and Emery. Oh, let's get to let's get to some Emery, shall we? Okay. Well, we still love you, Daniel. We still love yeah, we still love you, Daniel. Thank you so much for introducing us to this band. And we still love this band. We do. This band has a lot. Um, this this band has a lot going for it, and I and I really recommend a lot of people checking out it as well. Um, but as far as checking stuff out, let's go back and listen to. I think we are right here, right? 
No, we got some that. We got some of that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Some we got a lot of stuff. It's been so long since we Beer talked about albums. Slash. Let's, 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 let's start a slash. I think that's okay. where we left off last year. Check, so check, check below slash. Make sure. So <laughs> we have slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the conspiracy theories. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about Captain We're Sinking. So, yeah, we're right here. All right. Finally. Yeah. So you check this one out. You're a big fan of yes. Slash's solo work. Most, most things Slash I'm a fan of. As long as he's with one lead singer, <laughs> not the one where he did like 16 different songs with 16 different lead They're singers. all guitar solos. <laughs> so this album is Slash, being Slash. It's fair. It's got hooky stuff. It's got boring stuff. It's got great guitar playing. If you like Slash, listen to this album and you will enjoy it. I gave it an 8 out of 12. Okay. It's got some good songs on it. It's, it's nothing that's going to blow you away. But that's pretty much where Slash is at this point. Okay. If you do ever want to go even deeper into albums that I really enjoy, I highly recommend the Slash's Snake Pit album from oh, 2002. Okay. Um, that was a really, really good Is album. Is that one that has a bunch of different guest vocalists? No, or? it's just it's just a, it's a whole different band and Slash. So who's doing vocalists? A guy named Rod. Broad? Rod. Rod. Yeah. It's so just one were... album where he had this oh, okay. band. Okay. And it, it's like a 10 out of 12. But what's it called? Slash and... Slash's Snake Pit. Oh, okay. Ain't Life Grand. Okay. So didn't end up on my top 100, obviously, but still the best Slash album out of all of them. And this one is fine. I mean, it's just it's Miles Kennedy, you know, whatever. How would you describe the uh, musical style? Um, Exactly the same as everything else Slash has ever done. Oh, okay. Just so Velvet Revolver kind of stuff? Just chords played in different ways, and, you know, it still sounds Get, like Slash. Guitars playing with some drums, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of Slower bass. Slower songs. Faster songs, mm. stupid songs, uh, dark songs mm-hmm. about like lusting after women. Oh, okay. You know, like that kind of stuff. Those are those are kind of fun. The stupid songs, obviously, are the ones I didn't like. Okay. So you know, it's not groundbreaking. We've all heard it before. It's amazing that he recorded this album while he was on tour with Guns N' Roses. So I, f- I feel cool. like he's so much of an expert at this point. He can just do this in his sleep, pretty much. So he, they probably just had a day off and be like, "Let's go to the studio." And, and it's been like three years, I think, since the last Slash's Snake, no Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the conspiracy and the news. theorists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know the name of it. It's conspirators, the, I think. Yeah, is the, the conspirators. Name. Yeah. Okay. So that eh, it's fine. Really neat. Moving forward. <laughs> All right, moving forward now, we got some other bands. Uh, Beartooth with their third album, Disease. <sighs> <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> those f- first two albums are pretty good. <laughs> well, I, I know a lot of people don't like Aggressive, but I still re- still really like Aggressive. Yeah, I don't understand where the hate for Aggressive comes from. Is it because it's too samey, maybe? I don't know. Like it's, I, I lo- went back and listened to it, and I'm like, I'm still digging majority of this, and yeah. it's still a aggressive perfect is album. Fine. I this think one... disease is much better, but I mean, not disease. I'm sorry, <laughs> sick and disgust. It's disgusting. Disgusting yeah. is Disgu- still the masterpiece that it is. Yeah, this one not so much. It's like, good job, Shomo. <laughs> I don't feel like we can say anything bad, or else he might end up killing himself. Probably because in the album he's like, I'm probably gonna kill myself. <laughs> So don't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um there's I think was it Fire? Fire is a really good song. I think that's a single. Yeah, I really like that one. And was it Enemy? Is that Enemy is track eight, yes. I think that I think that was another single. Those are two really good tracks. Like half the songs on this album are singles too. And I like half of the songs on this album. Okay. I, I gave it a six. I think this is of course the weakest Beartooth album that has come out. Yes. Um but 
and and also has like some of the cringiest lyrics too. Do you remember any off the top of your head? Oh my god, no! Because I, 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 I wish I, I wish I wrote some of them down. But when I heard them, I was just like, "Well, that's just that's just cringy, Caleb." Yeah, that's his <laughs> being Caleb himself. being Caleb. Yeah, remember he's an old man of like twenty three now. It's like at least twenty four. Oh man, what an old so man! Old. He's got so much to tell. He's lived a life. Mm. But what's that? F- the first track he was just like, what was it called? Uh, greatness or death. I'll either I'm mind of great or dead. Yep. So I'm, I'm, it's possible he can still die yep. in the near future. I so, smell a skinny bet special, special <laughs> coming up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we can't recommend this new Beartooth Not album. so much. I don't even think it's like a big Beartooth. disappointment from, oh, huge from the last one. So. Yeah, huge stinker. Eh. But uh, here's a pleasant surprise. This was recommended to us by Dave. I heard a lot of buzz going to this band, but since yes. I never heard of this band before, I was like, well, I'll let it pass. But yes. no, it was highly recommended to yes. us. Boston Manor. Yes. With Welcome to the Neighborhood. Yes. Wow. Wow, what a great album. What an amazing, interesting, fun album. And I think you may have mentioned that it had some brand new vibe. Brand new vibe. Hmm. Yeah, I think you mentioned that when you were talking about this album to me last time. Oh, I guess Somebody so. Somebody did. Because then you so. come to find out that the producer of this album also produced Deja Intendi. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Scaponi, yeah. <laughs> I think. I forgot his name. his name. Yeah. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I'm I'm kind of interested to hear their first album to see how their how style has changed. Because yeah. he said on Lead Singer Syndrome that basically the the band evolved pretty heavily from their first album to their second album. And he's like... I think I remember like they had a song on like punk goes pop or something. It was like one of the songs that I didn't like. Mm. So I'm, I, I remember I, I know of this band, but so when this album came out, I was like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then like it came out and I listened to it. I gave it a chance and wow, I'm so glad we, I, I did. And I'm, so, I'm glad that you enjoyed it too. If I'm a flower in your dustbin. Mm. So that, that's a good track. There's a lot yeah. of good tracks on this album. Um, yeah. On lead singer syndrome, he said how the band, like basically they recorded a bunch of songs and then scrapped them and then recorded a bunch of songs and then scrapped them oh. and then worked on this album. <laughs> wow. So, or like a few didn't, a few tracks stayed on this album mm-hmm. from the original one. So it's like, basically it was almost like going from your first album and like, this would be their fourth album. Right. But it's technically their second album. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the way that's that cool. the band evolved. Well, so cool. that was yeah, kind I'll, of interesting. Maybe go check out that, uh, that, that episode and as at, well. At least he talks about his hometown and kind of how his hometown inspired the darkness of this album, which okay. is pretty awesome in its own way. Yeah. Cause they're from the UK. I can't remember. They what, are. What, I what, forgot the name of the city they're from. Yeah. I can't remember what province they're from, but uh, yeah, go check that out. That is a do super have, interesting, really unique album. Do they have provinces in England? I have no idea. I thought I've they never, just had shires. <laughs> they have <laughs> shires. Let's see where they're from. It Boston. might be Birmingham. That sounds familiar. But there is Maybe a Boston Manor. I think they're from outside of Birmingham. But they are, there is an actual Boston Manor in London. Um, <laughs> London. They are from uh, Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he mentioned how it has become increasingly seedy there and was the heroin capital of the world. Nice. Or of England, at least. So, uh, we go... 11 out of 12, by the way. Oh, 11 out of 12. Cool. High. High marks. Yeah. Uh, So, from an album that is really interesting and I highly recommend to everyone... (laughs) Here's an album that I recommend to no one. I, this is, is this Mental Knife? <laughs> this is Mental Knife by uh, Hail the Sun. I, and it was an album that was so forgettable, <laughs> I literally forgot it came out like a week after I listened to it. I th- 
I've listened to this album numerous times. <laughs> uh-huh. I can remember one track having a pretty good guitar intro. I sort of know what you're talking about. I think it's like track 11. Uh-huh. <laughs> Being like, oh, yeah. Because it's all like... And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds cool. Yeah. The rest of it, I'm just like, fuck. What is where, this? I, I, where did this come from? Culture Scar is an okay album. That's It is. It's fine. It was like a six. <laughs> sure. It's it's whatever. But like... But this everybody is just seems a, to really love this band. I don't know why, man. Hmm. Like, I'm, like, I understand it's got that... Uh, that uh, dance, Gavin dance kind of flavor, that well, swan core. And but... he also drums and sings. Oh, the singer does. So, I, so if if I could pit, imagine this band singing these songs with a lead singer, it resonates with me. Mm-hmm. As soon as I imagine him playing drums and singing, like my brain is turned off. <laughs> like I, have, I just I'm, I'm gone because I'm just like I'm imagining all of that. Well, going does he on just and... write the drum stuff and somebody else plays them live? Or no, he plays drums and sings. He's one on of stage? those guys, like from the seventies, all those oh. bands that did that. Oh my! So he's a really good drummer, and to also sing while playing some really intricate drum patterns is but yeah. great. But the music is really not fun to listen yeah, to. Yeah, on their own, each each member of the band is doing a good job. The yes. vocals are good. The guitars are good. It sounds exactly like Anthony Green. But it sounds exactly like Anthony Green. It sounds exactly, exactly like Anthony Green. Yeah, like not even strange. slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> but like just together, it's so. Boring. He's also the singer of CNVAR. CNVAR, yeah. Right? Okay. So Which has Will Swan in it. Yeah. Which we're also kind of like, that's all right. That's their, fine. Their last album was all right. <laughs> but man, this but, what a what a what a boring album. I'm glad that you felt the same way because I kept on listening to it being like, what am I missing here? Cause, yeah, I mean like I we're only listening to it because We've listened to their past albums, mm-hmm. but like I don't know if I'm gonna continue. There's, I don't think so. Like there's only one band that does Swan good in my opinion and they're the ones who invented it yes so stick with that band speaking of that band uh their lead singer released another solo album right tillian pearson with the skeptic yes now it's fine it's fine it's fine i enjoyed it i really thought it was good it's all about how he can't keep his penis to himself (laughs) and keeps on cheating on all of his girlfriends but you know he's tillian pearson what are you gonna do he's a handsome man you can't stop I being Tillian have, Pearson. I think you have. <laughs> I think you have to give him a free pass. And he has to be able to express his art through his penis, through his penis yeah. and his solo albums. <laughs> and I gave this album an eight out of ten. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing particularly wrong with this album, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But like, I've heard these songs before. I've heard this style before. I know he's a great singer. Uh, but like, it's 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 good, but nothing special, in my opinion. I thought it was better than the last one. Okay. What was it called? Enemy? The Perfect Enemy? Perfect Enemy, yes. Mr. Perfect's Enemy. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Perfect en- per- Mr. Perfect and his enemies. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. If you're a fan of Tillian Pearson, I think you're going to like this. It's very different from Dance Gavin Dance, of course. Yeah. But Is he it, playing all the instruments on there? Do you have any idea? I have no clue. I think they're just studios. I think they're just session mu- musicians. Mm, okay. I don't, know if, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he has like teamed up with anybody. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where are we at now? Well... Keep scrolling up. We got a, we got a naked butt here. We got a naked butt here. <laughs> a very on controversial album. naked butt. Oh apparently. no, <laughs> we can't have that on our Christian rock album, Emery. Or can we? <laughs> Emery uh, did this thing with their newest album, Eve. Or if you um, if you pledged if you pledged to their GoFundMe, got this album early. Otherwise, this comes out in November. So because Adam and I pledged. <laughs> <coughs> so much money. Like, <laughs> pledge like twenty bucks each. <coughs> was it fifteen or twenty? Pledge so much, much money, money, dude. 
I, I mean, at least twenty dollars a day. I have the, oh, at least we got an early. I want copy. this band to make it finally? <laughs> we got an early copy, <laughs> all fifteen tracks of it. <laughs> Adam, what did you think of Eve by Emery? I'm not a fan of this band or of this album at all. I mean, yeah, we we both kind of also went through their discography maybe a couple years ago. I liked the rest of their discography much more. Yeah. What happened? And I think Shomo had it right when he said, 40-year-old guy is still questioning religion. Yes. It's hard to, like, get wrapped up in that. That's true. But, like, I mean, on the one hand, there is no technically, like, wrong time to question your ideals and your faith. You should be questioning everything throughout your entire life, in my opinion. Uh, But, like, no? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, nobody has, uh, what I mean to say is that, like, nobody has all the answers all the time, you know? Like Maybe. even like you and me right now, we're pretty confident in our beliefs and our and 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 our we and have our faith. all the answers because we have all the answers. We are the smartest. I know we just said we're dum dums. <laughs> we are the smartest people in this room right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like you know, we can we, uh, every now and then we can stand to question some things every now and then. You know, but and, and there's, so there's nothing wrong with that. But like I was talking with Daniel about this album and like it's so heavy handed though. Everything it's is just very like in your face. So in your face about about its message, about the lyrics that it's using, the words that it's using to express that message. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's hard to click with it because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Me Without You does so much better because like they might be a little too abstract sometimes, mm-hmm. but at least they're subtle with their message. That's true. Emery's like, I don't know if I believe anymore. <laughs> but the- <laughs> It's like it's like it's that. But he blunt. still wants to dance on the streets of gold. He does to see all of the faces of the people he's known. Yeah, it's so. You get it. I. You get it. <laughs> he still wants to be part of the community, but he doesn't know if he believes it anymore. It's really bizarre to think that your idea of heaven is what everybody's idea of heaven is. Yes, and that's a and that's a powerful thought to have. I know, but like. Worded a little better, bro. <laughs> but, and Who also wants to dance when they get to heaven, really. But also, on a on on a on, on a like critical note, that dude's screams are no good. They are legit bad. Like and, I, there was so few of them, I barely noticed. And I think I know why that there's so little of them. They're just so bad. Like I wasn't a big fan of like his screams before, mm-hmm. but like I got it when they were like a hardcore band. Like I got it. I got that. Like, like I got that weird. Like, okay, it's dirty. Just There's like the so m- many walls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, like I that get, song for some reason. Yeah, everyone does. I don't like I it either. But like, whatever. Yeah. But like, I got it when they were a hardcore band, and the, so they had that gritty sort of thing. But then when they transitioned to an alt alt rock band, and they kept that screaming style, and right now it's just bad. You could say the same thing about Hawthorne Heights. We'll get there when we talk about the, that album okay. at the end of the year, bud. It wasn't the best screaming. No. But it was It okay. sounded like they were making fun of their own screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I have to give this like a big thumbs down, dude. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It might as well. I might as well as just put this into the, oops, I didn't know this was Christian. I probably shouldn't have listened to it anyway, like I did with the Land, Jason Lancaster album sure. last year. Yeah. And the Dustin Kensrue album from 2013. Whoops. Like, I can't. I, I forced myself to listen to it like six or seven times, mm. but man. And it's also way too long. Uh, way too long. It's still only like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's 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 like it goes on. 10, 15 minutes too long, though. <laughs> it's way too long. All right. Eve's so, butt aside. I'm sure the Adam EP is coming out soon. <laughs> oh, man. You're right about that. If you donate 15 more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something we were looking forward to as okay. well. 21 Pilots. 
with Trench. Trench. What is this, like their fourth album now? Like after seven so. EPs or whatever <laughs> well, it is? There's the self-titled. There's Regional at Best. Yeah. Then there's Vessel. Mm-hmm. But then there's also bonus tracks edition of some of those albums. Mm-hmm. And then there's Blurry Face. Yep. And, and now, now this trips. one. So this is fifth, technically. Yeah. Okay, fifth album by 21 Pilots. Because Regional at Best and Vessel had a lot of the same tracks on them. That's true, yeah. So, so anyway. uh, yeah, just like re-release and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what, what did you think of this one? One of the most unique sounding rock bands? They're not allowed to be in our scene, as what Ian said. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> They're why. They're pop. <laughs> oh, no. They're we, so pop. We can't, we can't like them. They're so pop. I'm so... Oh, no. We have to so, put this in the bin. I talked to plenty of teenage girls okay. who like... Their opinions matter, too. Yeah. Their opinions matter, too. I hang out with them. Sorry, Screamer from Hawthorne Heights. Yep. Um, but a lot of people like 21 Pilots, and they talk a lot about depression, suicide. Mm-hmm. He kind of makes note of that. Mm. Like, hey, all you suicidal people that like my band. <laughs> Again, the concept of this album, I don't I don't get. It's, it's abstract. It's abstract beyond my understanding but i like the first five tracks a lot it's a yeah okay so i'm kind of there with you too there are the first part of the album really good really strong yes and then there are just spots of greatness yes i like chlorine what track is that uh f- five five and that and by then, trophy eyes yeah <laughs> god damn it um and but neon gravestones sure yeah <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. Don't kill yourself. That's, just don't that's kill bad. yourself. That's bad. Don't do that. Don't kill yourself. Yeah. That's don't just don't do it. Okay. I got it. I'm glad that one musician finally had was brave enough to write about that. And then what do we got after that? Uh, we got the hype, Nico the hype. and the Niners. I like is, the hype. I like Nico and the Niners. I like Nico and the Niners. It's that's pretty a good. good song. I don't know what the fuck's about, but Who I cares? like it. <laughs> Nico is uh, some dude. Yep. And uh, Bandito. Bandito. Probably one of the best songs, I like that song. of the year. Yeah, dude. So at that point, I'm at an 8 out of 11. And Bandito is album. 11. They could have just stopped right there. Right there. Yep. And then the last three tracks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh like, it's still going. No, well, No, it just didn't work. It's fine. I don't know why he had to talk about his pet cheetah named Jason <laughs> Statham. Yep. And I'm just like, <laughs> I I don't like some of those <laughs> lyrics are like good for a laugh, I guess. But like, I didn't know that's where we were at with this band. I don't know. That's what this band. Yeah. Don't kill yourself. Please. Also, Jason Statham <laughs> is a cheetah. He lives in his basement <laughs> and listens to his tracks before they're mastered. But him. like overall successful release, you think? I gave it an eight out of 14, which is oh, very, I think I gave blurry face like a nine out of 14. Oh so man. That's a very low score. There's it's good. And I gave, Dance Gavin Dance a nine out of fourteen. Oh my! This will rate higher than that. It will, or no, no lower. lower than that. Yeah, but you know, like it's basically what I expect from Twenty One Pilots at this okay. point. There's going to be a few songs I really like, and a few that are. Kind I of really, dumb. really appreciate this band for their uniqueness, and they have a very refreshing sound. Yes, yeah, I love that they blend hip hop and rock and pop and probably some other things. Doo wop, why not? Go uh, for it. Tap dance. I like morph. Track three. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's dude, a that's song. a great, yeah, again, the first part of the album, it's Pretty so good, so good. Um, but, you know, the the self-titled from 2009, their first album, mm-hmm. still their their masterpiece. Oh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great, but great, nobody, great, great, great album. Not a lot of people know of that album. Hey, Adam, guess who's back? Shady's back? Cove is back. Cove Lynn? Cove Lynn. Blevins? Well, she's here. She's here. Yeah, she's I, finally here. We haven't heard anything from Dave except a random... <laughs> message from him here and there here you, you might like these albums 
Okay. <laughs> Working on it. Uh, let's now, see. But Cove Reber, formerly of Seosin. Yes. He had two albums with Seosin. Uh, and then and, nothing. And then nothing. <laughs> he had Patriot for like three songs. Oh, and then nothing for okay. many, many years. But now he's with his new band, Dead American, uh, with their f- debut EP, The Shape of Punk is Dumb. Five <laughs> tracks. That's, I like that title. So what I'm hopeful for with this is that I didn't really care for this EP. This EP is fine. Therefore, the full length going to be great. When I checked out their Facebook page, they were just like, we're so glad you guys like the EP. We're so excited for our full length now. Yes. I'm thinking the full length might be pretty good. I I I, I hope so. Because I, I didn't care for this much. It was all right. I like Grown So Cold track two. That was a cool song. Yeah. I like and Arts and Pawns. Gravity uh, was kind of cool at the end. Gravity is like a mid-tier kind of single-ish kind of song for me. Everybody has to have a song called Gravity. Yeah. At least once in their lives. Mm-hmm. We like all live Our Lady Peace. Yes. Gravity. <laughs> stay the hell away from me. Mm. What is that? Oh, that's John Mayer. <laughs> that is. Oh, that is John Mayer. <laughs> I'm like, why is that in my head right now? So, but, you know, I would have dropped Covelin years ago mm. if not for Dave. Okay. If you hadn't have brought him back into my lexicon. And also, like, Brandon as well. Favorite right. album is the Seosin album. Number one album of all time. So, yeah. like, I have to still support Cove yeah. in anything but that like, he does. We, we enjoy that Seosin mm-hmm. album as well. So, why and, why not? This seems on a whole different. We'll give him one more something. chance, Cove. We can. You can do it, Cove. You, you can, can do, do it, it, buddy. So we got a few more albums that we're gonna. So you checked out. Very. I, I know you like this band. I know they yes. showed up in your uh, top one hundred. Yes. Uh, so two of their albums are in my top one. That's right. Yes. So the new EP by Live, and I had no idea they were still making music. Well, the album is called Local Seven One Seven. I don't know if you remember from like a year ago when I told you that I looked them up and they were back together. Oh, and they started touring again. I don't know why you forgot these things. I forget but. everything. I'm a dum dum. <laughs> so um, yeah, I I knew that they were recording new stuff and releasing singles, and all of a sudden the EP dropped. It's cool. Now a lot of people don't know much about Live. Of course, okay. they were in their heyday in the '90s, and then 2003 was their last album that I listened to called Birds of Prey. Okay. They had another album after that with their original lead singer before he decided to go off and be Christian and do two Christian albums. Oh. And then when he tried to get back in the band, they were like, no thanks. And then they, the rest of the band got a new lead <laughs> singer. Satanist only, please. <laughs> they got a new lead singer and released an album with him and then decided like, you know, I don't okay. like singing lightning crashes with anybody besides the original lead singer. And so they all happily got back together after they had sued each other for, you know... As bands do. The lead singer using live songs at his set and vice versa. And they deleted all this information from the Wikipedia page. I know I read it last year Hmm. that they were suing each other back and forth and hating each other. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, guys, we're back together. And all of that bad blood's been deleted from the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just fake news now. I do still highly recommend you listen to Throwing Copper and The Distance to Hear. That's okay. When I'm done... Going through all this stuff, okay, and then doing because I still haven't done the the second half of the Guns N' Roses second the, the sequel trilogy, the, the the Kylo Ren and Ray sequel trilogy. That was so many references. I don't even know what <laughs> band you're talking about. You were listening to Guns N' Roses? No, I'm not listening to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains is what I meant. Yeah, when I when I haven't listened to the second trilogy uh, of of theirs yet. I, I stopped at the Lane Staley um, album. So okay, because I'm doing my retrospective right now That's so right. after that i'm doing soundgarden and then yes then i'll, I'll throw in some live okay so this ep you know it's it's what i would expect 
except for the song Venus and Furs is one of the best songs I've ever heard them make ever. Whoa. That was a pretty fucking dope song. The other four tracks are just like, it's cool. I'm mm-hmm. glad these guys are still alive. Whatever. So they're still like kind of like arena rock. Yeah. yeah. So it's they're, they're a weird every other album is great kind of band. Oh, like, like the Star Trek movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Silverstein. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because so, like, their first album is kind of like, oh, that was interesting. And then their second album, Throwing Copper, is a masterpiece. Their third album makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Their fourth album is a masterpiece. Their fifth album is wonderful for a laugh. If you oh. want to listen to that, it's fucking hilarious because they tried this whole rap rock kind of thing. Oh, really? It's, it's bad. Oh, oh it's what year was this? 2001. Oh, the... <laughs> That peak rap mm-hmm. rock too. It was when they got to their 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 highest points because Overcome yeah. was on that album and okay. that album that song got taken by the nine eleven crowd because they did a they did a video of just nine eleven footage. Oh no, you know, planes crashing in towers and whatnot. Yeah. and so that song just like carried them on, and it's a terrible song. Sure, but. <laughs> Then th- yeah, it's it's just a terrible album, and I, if you want to <laughs> laugh your ass off, okay, it's great. Is it like like super self righteous? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then with rap rock, and then Birds of Prey came out in two thousand three, which I was very surprised by because it was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it's a very every other album. With okay, this band, so that might be a journey to go through. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. Cool. Um. So yeah, and then I'm gonna listen to Hellions. Oh, Hellions. So you're going to be on, you're going to be on the Hellions bandwagon now. Yes. Uh, so I, I didn't know this until like recently, but they also have two prior albums to oh, the God. ones that I just gave you. So listen to those two first cuz I got into okay. Opera Omniva or whatever it's called, which so is the f- 2016 is... album that okay. Dave recommended, and then their newest one came uh newest one Rue came out just this past uh Friday, Ooh. and I am enjoying the hell Ooh. out of that album, man. Rue that is indeed. a interesting Circus core. Mm. So keep that in mind. Dun, 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 dun. They're from Australia. Oh, yeah. another one. Okay. Yeah. So you're also going to listen, for whatever reason, <laughs> to the Hands Like Houses. <laughs> we all have album. to listen to Hands Like Houses, Mike. I'm we not. We love Hands Like Houses. Apparently, we all like Hands Like Houses. We love them. We love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> this will probably be the last Hands Like Houses album I listen to. Probably. We'll but see. You never know. It might be great. So I've got like five more they're, albums they're, this year that I'm going to listen to. I'm going to list them down below. Other than that, I am done with albums this year. Okay. Uh, let me know if you want any of these. Okay. Saves the Day with Nine. Yes. Silent like Planet, When the End Began. Yes. Architects, holy hell. Hell yes. I mean, Architecture Magazine. Said holy that they were. hell. <laughs> Number one band, Architecture Magazine. Uh, Mumford Magazine. & Sons, Delta. Yep. The 1975, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. Yes. <laughs> that comes out November 30th. So those are going to be the last five albums that I listened to okay. this year. All of the With above. those five, I am at 70 albums this year. So if I am, including EPs? Including EPs. I will be at like... 68 oh cool so we're right <laughs> so about like the right same on, right on track yeah so i cut back about like good 20 albums so that's not bad <laughs> think of that's all the time bad. you've saved <laughs> but i'll see all those al- albums that are highlighted uh-huh. those are all albums i listened to that were not from this year <laughs> so <laughs> that's me okay. without you scary kids scaring kids julian baker hellions uh in her own word rustin kelly Remember, remember, we saw Rustin Kelly. I do. That was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is all like recommendations and stuff okay. from our fans. But like, yeah, as far as out 2018 albums, I've listened to 70. Right. I will have listened to 70. So, so the real question we all want to know: What did you think of the Tripod? 
by Allison Chains. Tripod, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed that album. It's an interesting it, it style is. change, right? Yeah, so it, it it does feel like they are kind of mainstreaming it up a little bit. Dying. Dying. <laughs> Going to die soon. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. But like it, it, it does kind of feel like this is our p- mainstream push a hmm. bit, you know? But you did also listen to Jar of Flies, right? I did, yes. Jar oh of my Flies. God. Yes. yes. That is a really good EP. Holy man. shit. Yeah. That is like everybody's favorite EP of all time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that that's a really good one. and I and it and, and it's cool that they have like that little pocket of j- just those songs and mm-hmm. then you know, you, you, you listen to those side by side with tripod and everything and that's that's that that's a really cool juxtaposition and 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 I really like it. I really like where where, where I'm where I mean this band just kinda of ended here for a very, very long time. And yes. So uh so yeah, off it's, the top off the top of my head, like I'm not because I've, I've been, it's been a few weeks since I've listened okay. to that album. So, like off the top of my head, I'm not hearing like the the the, the, the standout trash for me. But like there are a, a, a handful of album of songs there that I did recognize too, because um, I thought your... most of the songs I was going to recognize was from the previous album. Right, so. you got grind mm-hmm. and heaven beside you. Yeah, but I think those are the only two singles. Mm-hmm. Um, again, was a single. Yeah, that's a song that but, I recognize uh, as well. Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that on the radio too much. But yeah, as far as like the Lane Staley trilogy, um, I think Tripod probably like, maybe like my second favorite of those three. Behind Dirt. Behind Dirt, yeah. Dirt yeah. is just good, dude. Oof. Dirt and is really good. When I listened, I went back and listened to Tripod after our last episode. Uh-huh. And it, it's a painful album for me to try to listen to at this point, just because of like the real world. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, uh, and you, it doesn't sound like it was recorded very well because you just mm. know how heavily drugged all of them were. Yeah, during that time, I mean, you 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 watched the Nona tapes. I did. <laughs> that, <laughs> Wasn't that, it wonderful? That is a that is a wonderful piece. That is the greatest of, piece of video. Yes, <laughs> and you can see where my 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 influences come from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Look, you really I'm did. the man in the box. Get it, man in. The- <laughs> <laughs> so you really didn't know that that was a uh, uh, Jerry Cantrell me, in drag. Who it did took you think me that? eight to ten minutes to realize that oh, it was okay. Jerry Cantrell in drag. Did you think it was just an actual like androgynous looking woman? Yeah, I was just okay. like Cameron and I were sitting there like, <laughs> why isn't Jerry in this car with them and stuff? And I was like, wait a minute. As, it was as soon as it was like, like when Sean, like, like when Sean Kenny, Jerry's like, like really into his feminine side. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think Alice in Chains is a misogynistic band name? <laughs> What's misogynistic mean? <laughs> yep. I oh, loved man. I was reading the YouTube comments and somebody posted that and was like, I miss 1995. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. So yeah, everybody should check that out. It's hilarious. Yeah. Know? So I'm, I'm interested now to listen to the, uh, the, the sequel trilogy and to uh, see kind of where the band has gone. I, I imagine now, the production will be a little bit better because, you know, yes, obviously technology's I, gotten I better. I really feel and I went back and listened to Degradation Trip. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to listen to Degradation Trip first before okay. going into the new Alice in Chains without okay. Lane. Because uh, I'll remember that then. Because I can. It's it's you know two albums. Each of them are over an hour long. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm used to it by now. Yes. So um and it's 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 heavy. It's heavy on the emotions. Okay. And not a lot of not a lot of feel good coming out of any of that any of that two so hours. you want me to listen to it to like get it out of the way just to get an understanding of where they're going pretty much where jerry went okay after the band because jerry ended. still wrote most of the 
mm-hmm. songs, right? Okay. But like what happened in 1998 was that he released his first solo album, but Mike Inez and Sean Kinney were his bassist and drummer. Mm-hmm. So everybody was just like, oh, this is just the lost Alice in Chains album. Mm-hmm. And so when he, like after that album... And Jerry sang on that, right? Yeah, he was just the only singer. And after that, he was just like, I need to take a break like from Alice in Chains completely. Yeah. And then he, so in 1998, he secluded himself, you know, Ted Kaczynski style. Nice. And spent like two years writing what became Degradation Trip. Okay. And he also wanted to bring in non-Alice in Chains members to play bass and drums on it. Just so to has, be like, to have like a fresher sound? Yes. Okay. So he has Rob Trujillo, who is now with Metallica. Yes, that guy. And Mike Borden, who is the drummer for Faith No More. Oh. So okay. those two guys are the drummer and bass player, and then of course what Jerry does all is it? Yeah. Dinner. Um So I feel like you need to hear that album in the progression of everything. Okay. Because it's just, it's good. I don't okay. think you'll be disappointed. There might There's be... Sad boy stuff. There might be a handful of tracks where you're just like, meh, about maybe... It might even be like 25% of the okay. whole thing. But me, but, I don't... Ha- I actually don't have the emotional connection to Lane Staley because, again, I didn't grow up on this band. Uh, I'm only listening to now right. fresh. So do you still recommend that I do that even See, though I don't have that connection When I, to when it? I went back and listened to Degradation Trip a couple weeks ago, I had that thought okay. of like would this resonate with somebody who's only listened to Alice in Chains like within the last two months mm-hmm. <laughs> gee I wonder who that could be and I, I know when I was listening to the album I was just like I still think Mike needs to hear these two albums okay first okay and I then will do that then. when you get into the later Alice in Chains stuff you're like oh what a what a pleasant uplifting experience this is now <laughs> okay all right interesting because <laughs> it is like just a masterpiece in in bringing you to that super dark, deep depression level. Okay. I mean, it's like, it does it really, really, really well. Okay. Yeah. I will I'll, I'll do that. I'll use that as a good therapy session. And then when I realized he was 34 years old when he wrote these, I was like, oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Because in 2002, when Cameron and I went to the, went to see him on his uh-huh. live tour and we like, you know, saw him and he was like, Oh, he's, he's this aged rock star, <laughs> you know, at that point. And then you, I started doing the math in my head. Like, Oh, he, he was 37 years old. Oh, <laughs> like he wasn't that old at all. Was he? Yeah. But at that time he seemed like he was so like, old well, it's, been around cause the scene he's just forever. been a, Yeah. Cause he's been such a big part of like your musical trip mm-hmm. too. And at he, that point he had been around for 12 years. Oh my. <laughs> so he was just the epitome of rock star at that point to us. Silverstein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like you should give it a shot. Okay. If you can take the, it's what? Two hours and 20 something minutes ah, altogether. That's nothing. I think it's something like that. All right, cool. I'm glad. Good. You were yes. So I, I really enjoyed uh, the Alice in Chains that I've listened to so far. Okay. Um, that one song, I can't remember the name of it. It's still the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but <laughs> Just but, delete it. It's gone. Yeah, but overall, like... <laughs> you I know, they, they all switched instruments on that one. Oh, they did? Yeah, Lane's playing drums. Oh, that and makes sense. Jerry and Mike traded bass and guitar. That makes sense why it's the worst sounding Sean song is on heard. vocals <laughs> with the microphone. Kiss the midget! Kiss the midget! <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode. Uh, it's good. I know it's been a little while since we last spoke. Did Dustin get in contact with you lately? Who? Dustin Kensrue. Remember what? he called into the last episode? Oh, that's and... right. He's told, he told me never to listen to his music ever again. That's right. And yeah. that he's going to go kill himself. Yeah. We're all godless sodomites. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think maybe next time you hear from us, we're, we're probably going to do maybe one more until our 
until our big weekend uh, weekend if we uh, get the chance yes. yeah until our big year end event so uh, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens <laughs> i don't have anything from there but uh for uh my co-host adam eimer co-host mike thank you guys again uh, for this nice meaty episode we'll see you guys soon <laughs>